Hey, Fro. Hey. How can something be new and improved, as advertisers say? If something's new, it can't have been improved, and if something's improved, it can't possibly be new. <laughs> On this very special Another Digital Citizen, we will talk about news of the week, news of the week, news of the week, TV of the week, TV of the week, TV of the week. Manifest Episode 2 Review, Worst Commercial Ever Tournament, Movies of the Week, WWE Super Showdown Predictions, and another Digital Review of Night School. This is another Digital Citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Hello, woohoo, ladies, and woohoo, gentle, woohoo, men. Welcome to woohoo, a very woohoo, a special woohoo edition of woohoo, another woohoo, digital woohoo, a citizen. Woohoo, we are three years old. Woohoo, Luke. Yeah, hi, everybody. Hi, Fro. Hi. Three years, we're past our terrible twos now. Yeah, we got uh, got some of our baby teeth in. We're doing good. <laughs> we're doing good. Uh, so this is very strange uh, because it's been two days since I talked to you. That's right. Uh, people don't yeah. know, but we are recording this on a Friday. Yes, uh, uh, and we're going to record this on a Saturday. And we're going to record this on a Sunday. And we're going to record this on a Monday. And then we're going to record this on a Tuesday. Then we're going to record it on a Wednesday. That's right. We're gonna Yes. We're gonna do a short show every day and then post it up what you're listening to right now. So this is first day, we're gonna do however long it goes, and then tomorrow we're gonna do another podcast. And we're gonna, and you're gonna listen, be able to listen to them all in a row. We're really not sure how long this podcast is gonna be, to be honest. Could be really long, could be around the same amount of time it usually takes to do a podcast. We're not sure. I'm going to guess it's going to be really long because I know we have a guest list that is uh, long as a, a year, and I know that we're going to talk to a lot of people, and I know if we'll talk to a lot of people, they want to say a lot of things. That's true. Yeah, there's one day where we're going to have multiple people on and all at the same time. It might get a little crazy in that part of the pot of this episode, so look forward yeah. to that. So yeah, we're going to do, uh, like uh, Luke said, very short uh, uh, week, uh, short podcasts. Uh, 
So, let's go right into the news. Uh, Julian Assange is uh, replaced as a Wikileaks editor-in-chief. Why is that? Right, well, I mean, for obvious reasons, they've cut completely cut off his internet at the embassy, so it's not like he could really do anything on the website or uh, the Twitter or anything like that anyways. You know what I mean, Fro? Uh, but according what? to this uh, article from The Hill, Julian Assange has been replaced as editor-in-chief of Wikileaks. Um... Former spokesman Christine Hoffershon, an Icelandic investigative journalist, will take over the role uh, for him, obviously. Uh, she says, I condemn the treatment of Julie Assange that, le that leads to my new role, uh, she said in a statement, uh, according to the Daily Dot. But I welcome the opportunity to secure the continuation of the important work based on WikiLeaks ideals. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, they've noted uh, in a Twitter post, WikiLeaks noted that Assange will stay as a publisher of WikiLeaks, but will no longer be the head, uh, the editor in chief. So, right. Yeah, I guess it's, uh, <laughs> I it's understandable. I I I completely understand it, and uh, I I think it's kind of sad for him, but I mean. Uh, he's in this situation where uh, where he is, and I mean we we can't do anything especially about it. So right, and now that the um, it seems like well, from the stuff we've covered in the past, Ecuador is kind of starting to wane on keeping him in their uh, embassy as well. So uh, right. we'll see what happens with this whole thing. But I think actually him not being the editor in chief anymore could help him with the whole Ecuador thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, in Oslo, uh, people are talking about uh, getting cars out of the street because uh, they want to go green. Determined to go green, Oslo is slowly but surely riding its uh, city center of uh, motorists, angering some that says it's a war on cars. Is putting the brakes on individual freedom. Actually, we have to give the city back to the people so children can play safely. Hey, have you heard of those people that walks and kill kill children while they they walk? You mean murderers? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, okay, we 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 need to get the city back to the people so children can play safely. Yeah. Without cars there, so elderly people can have more benches to sit on. Argus Hanne Markusen outside city Oslo city hall. It's that's a weird cobbles. Yeah. So elderly people can have more benches to sit on. That's why you need to get rid of cars. Yeah. I've never heard that argument. Like of all yeah. the arguments to get rid of cars, that's the last one I've ever heard. It's so weird. In order to do that, we have to get rid of cars, which take us. Uh, a disproportionate amount. amount of space, but I would suggest yeah. more like uh, freight vehicles take up a disproportionate amount of space. I, right. I would I would say like a giant truck takes up more space than a little I don't know uh, Geo Metro or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, it is uh, it is so fucking strange. It's it's kind of like. I, I understand that you want, and it's really popular to make things green at the moment. Right. 
But I mean, it's important. Center, uh, it is important. It is uh, really important. It, it, it's nothing to do with that. But it's just that uh, it's not doable in such a big place, I think. So what it says here, uh, it says Oslo has devised a series of highly dissuasive measures. It has eliminated 700 parking spots, rezoned the city center, turned streets into pedestrian walkways, and has raised the price of congestion tolls. It's not an outright ban that was initially feared, uh, which prompted one lawmaker to call it a Berlin Wall against motorists. I think that's a little far, but... Wow. That is taking it a little far. That that is that is strange, though. What? That they're doing that? that yeah. I mean, it's it's a way to uh, uh, it's a way to deal with the problem of the traffic congestion without actually outright just banning cars, which people would get really pissed off about. Uh, I mean, there are little things that you know, cities do all the time. I think I saw an article, like a BuzzFeed article or some crap like that about that whole thing, like uh, how you see benches in cities and they're all separated into individual chairs or, like, they'll have a bar in the middle of them so people can't, like, so homeless people can't sleep on them or, like, trash cans. The openings on city trash cans are only so big and that's to keep people from coming by with, like, a giant amount of trash and trying to stuff it in the trash can. So there's these little things the cities do, uh, the cities do, to kind of keep fee- people from doing things that you wouldn't even notice if you didn't know they were doing them. Uh, uh, we have a marijuana case. Uh, let's go to that first because there's still a little like up and down. Uh, In the other we, stories, we, yeah. Yes, we're sk- we're skipping a story because still things are still going on here. Okay. Um, uh, d- a drug uh, derived. derived from the marijuana, yeah. uh, marijuana has triggered the first federal shift on cannabis in half a century, and expert predicts uh, avalanche effect. What is this about? A new drug derived from marijuana has led to a landmark change in the U.S. government's stance on cannabis. Uh, after being greenlit as the first federally approved cannabis-based medication at the end of June, uh, a drug has triggered... Uh, the nation's top enforcer to change how it regulates marijuana. It's the first time in 46 years that the agency has shifted its stance on a marijuana compound, and they're talking about the Drug Enforcement Agency, the DEA. Um, the name of the drug is Epidiolex. Uh, okay. Does that sound about right? <laughs> Epidiolex? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds like a, like a rap album, doesn't it? like the name of a mm-hmm. rap album, uh, is designed to treat two forms of rare childhood epilepsy using CBD, the compound in marijuana, and not responsible for the high. The latest move means people can now access the drug with a doctor's prescription, though it won't, won't be cheap. Uh, the Drug Enforcement right. Agency announced the change to its classification of Food and Drug Administrated administration-approved drugs containing CBD on Thursday, uh, roughly three months after the FDA approved Epidiolex as a medication. So it's pretty big mo- uh, news as far as... Uh, I think this... I, I've heard it in the past that like once corporations get 
the idea that something's okay, then uh, the government and the rest of society starts to follow. And we did that whole story about Coca-Cola in Canada trying to get into the CBD uh, market. You know what I mean? Right. And Coca-Cola gets into it, and now it, it's just acceptable, I think, is, is how it works, you know? Right. And, and, uh, and I think this is good. It's a move in the right direction. I mean, like we said, I think when we were talking about that story, uh, Jeff Sessions is still in there. So, you know, who knows uh, what's all going to happen with this. But it's good that uh, it's legal fed uh, federally. And this is one of the drugs f- for epilepsy that's one of the bigger... Uh, or, I mean, the CBD for epilepsy is one of the bigger um, <laughs> reasons people have put out there of why especially medical marijuana is needed federally and then it kind of is now except it's only one drug so but right. like it says in this uh, article uh, experts are predicting an avalanche effect meaning in the next year or so we're just going to have like an avalanche of all these other drugs being um approved and things like that so uh breaking news uh more breaking than this it doesn't really get uh the seventh panel backs Trump's court uh, pick, but Flake seeks FBI probe. Uh, Republican-led committee approved uh, President Trump's uh, nomination of Brett Kenva of the U.S. support, but moderate Republican Senator Jeff Flake called for an FBI investigation into the sexual misconduct allegation against the judge before the uh, final uh, Senate vote. Okay. So, uh, uh, it is a little up in the air, but as I understand, they have they have now uh, voted that he he can be become uh, a Supreme Court judge. Right, but you said they're they're talking about doing an FBI investigation before the final vote, right? Right. So the final vote is when he would actually be confirmed, uh, right? Is that what I'm going to yes. understand? Okay. Because yes. yes. I'm not reading the article that you have. Because uh, I don't know. You uh, are you watching this on the news or are you reading this off an article? I'm I'm reading this from Yahoo. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. So it 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 is kind of it it is interesting because. Uh, uh, he wanted them to wait one week. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm seeing it. Special report. Is that the one you're looking at? Right. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Breaking news. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. So it's looking like he's probably going to, I think I called that at like before this whole sexual allegations already happened. I said, I think they'll put it, put him in there. Um, right. We'll see if it actually happens. I mean, I watched the whole thing yesterday pretty much yes, uh, with the te- testimony from him and the testimony. I, I only caught the very end of the woman's testimony because where okay. I on the West Coast, it was happening really early in the morning. Um, yeah. Here it was perfect. It was like 6 o'clock at night or something. Oh, yeah, really? Think, okay. Yeah, yeah. They, it was perfect. They must have started at like... like uh, seven or eight in the morning here, cause but it went yeah. till like six at night here, <laughs> so it was like yeah. all yeah. freaking day. But uh, I watched it on and off, but I watched a lot of it. Um, and I don't know, 
I, I don't know what to hold the, to think about the whole thing. Uh, definitely, when he was talking, it felt incredibly scripted, like somebody just wrote everything yes. he was saying. Um, yes. She seemed a little more um, real, but at the same time, she all it, everything she said also seemed, at least from what I saw, seemed pretty scripted. But I think that's just yeah. kind of normal for these kind of uh, hearings, right? Is that they come in yeah. with a prepared statement and everything, so... Um, so, as far as, like, trying to read body language or trying to read the person if they're telling the truth or not, you can't really do that when they're reading off a prepared statement. So, I had a hard time with that. Um, I don't I don't know re- really what to think about this other than that I don't, really, I don't want this guy to be on the Supreme Court for the rest of his life. That's the only thing I have to th- think about here. I don't know if he's guilty or not guilty, but either way, I don't want him on the Supreme Court. And, uh... uh... I think my biggest argument against him getting into the Supreme Court is like, let the FBI uh, investigate uh, this. Like, please just let them investigate it. I would love to say that would be an answer, but considering everything that's happened in the last two years, do you think even if the FBI did investigate it, the Republicans are going to trust that? You see what I mean, uh, bro? <laughs> yeah, even the rep- I, like the public, like the uh, public who are Republicans. Yeah, so there is an issue there. I don't know. I don't know what you need to do to have people actually trust it. But I, I, I mean, an investigation is clearly needed. I don't know who's going to do it. The FBI is as good as anybody else, I suppose. But um, I see problems with that if once they actually do come out with a conclusion. Uh, so yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, it's uh, but uh, it uh, it will be interesting to follow this. We will follow it in the coming days if we we get more news about it. Right. Uh, I mean, it's going to be the weekend, so they're not really going to be doing anything over the weekend. But maybe on Monday we'll hear, hear more, or who knows? Somebody yes. could come out with something from like the, uh, you know, the behind closed door kind of testimony, and we could hear something about that, or it could get leaked during the weekend. We'll see what happens. So, not uh, this week, but last week's episode, we, we looked on, we talked about octopuses getting drugs. Octopi. <laughs> yes, octopies. But, uh, yeah, uh, we're going to see a seal that slaps a kayaker in the face with an octopus. Right. Yeah. Go, go and give me a count. I, I haven't seen this. Have you seen this? No, I okay. haven't. All right. In three. Two, one, go. The Guardian. Whoa! <laughs> we get a slow-mo. Oh! Uh, it's just like tentacles well. right across the face. Yeah. Saying it was off the coast of New Zealand here? Yeah. Oh, the seal. Wow. Why did the seal do that? Okay. So it was on the bottom of his boat. And they're playing with the octopus. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. He's like, don't touch my food, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Tron is not going to tell the truth because uh, he's going to do it live. I've got a non-live one from him, too, so we'll play that at some point, but he's also going to do it live, yeah. Okay. Yes. So... But uh, let's go into, uh, have you seen any movies? Right, we're going to do TV movies every single day, because, like, and I guess we're going to cover today, what, Wednesday and Thursday? 
because we're doing this on Friday, and then tomorrow we'll cover what we saw on Friday and so forth and so on. Right. Let's start with TV, because we usually start with TV. Uh, okay. Big Brother US... this. Big Brother US <laughs> finale? Yes. Uh, I was... Uh, I was surprised at who won. I'll say that. Okay. Um, I thought... When it came down to the final two people, it was I was like, oh, it's so obvious who's going to win this. Uh, but yeah. I think some of the players voted with their heart instead of their head as far as like gameplay. They voted with uh, who they thought was who they liked more as a person, and not so much who played a better game. And that'll happen in Big Brother. But to me, I thought the wrong person out of the two won as far as gameplay goes, but I guess you'll just have to see that the season. I don't want to ruin anything for Fro because they know he hasn't watched it yet. Right, I haven't. But it is a very good season. They are calling it one of the best seasons of U.S. Big Brother ever, so that's kind of interesting. you agree? It's up there. There's one guy, it was just... He's going to be considered one of the best, you know, uh, strategic players of all time. Because he just ran the house from day one and had deals with everybody, but nobody ever found out he had deals with everybody somehow. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of, yeah, he's, he was really, really good. He was a really good player. And he was a, uh, what do they call him? Uh, a super fan, right? But he totally hid, mm. he hid that he was a super fan from everybody the whole time. And then uh, there was one time where some, uh, old players came in to like host a competition and he's he's like freaking out but he can't on the, he can't freak out on the outside cuz everybody'll know he's a super fan then so right. it was a good season i liked it yeah okay uh, i watched the first episode of uh, murphy brown the return of murphy brown yesterday uh, oh yeah i need to watch that tonight for sure okay uh, i i really liked it uh, I I thought it was better than I I feared it was going to be. I thought it was going to be shit, so I'm I'm happy to see that it wasn't. Yeah, okay. It feels like they they have kept the kind of the humor and and things like that uh, from the original. So cool. I I don't know if you will like it, but I I liked it. I mean, maybe I will like it more than other people because I've never seen the original. So I don't have anything to kind of make me biased one way or another, you know what I mean? Right. So maybe I, I will like it enough. just because of that. Who knows? I'll, I'll see it yeah. or tonight and check it out for tomorrow's uh, show. I'm seeing here, I'm just now, because I was looking at Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother US Season 2 comes in winter 2019. Just to let you know. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Good. Uh, what else have you seen? Uh... Oh, Modern Family season ten, episode one. I, you're not a fan of Modern okay. Family, right, Fro? Uh, no, not really. I feel like this show is getting to the level of kind of a Big Bang, where all the jokes have been made, uh, and it needs to just ride off into the sunset. You know what I mean? But I'm a I'm a completionist, and I will watch it to the end. So I watched the, this episode, and it was it was funny, but not as funny as the you know it has been in the past. I think I saw three seasons before I gave up. Right. I mean, you know the trope in TV where when you add the new baby, the new child to the yeah. to the fa family in the sitcom, it ruins the show. Yeah. And it they I think a season ago they added a new baby to the uh, the the older couple, the grandpa and Sophia uh, Vergara. What is that her name? Sophia. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Some, yeah. I almost said Sophia Loren, and I was like, that's not right. That is not right. <laughs> no, <coughs> I think she's dead. <laughs> they gave her, they gave them a baby, and then it's just, you know, that is what ruins TV shows, and somehow they didn't realize it was going to ruin their TV show, and it did. <laughs> I watched uh, Sick of It. Uh, this is uh, um, the return of... Uh, our favorite, uh, it was the show that we did our, as our first show on another digital citizen, uh, called Pilk, uh, Piltenton. Uh, oh, and it is abroad? Yes. Yes. Uh, but this is not a reality show, it's a comedy show, huh. and it's fucking hilarious. Well, okay. Is it, it's British? It's, Yes, okay. and he plays himself in different roles, and it is genius. I gave this first episode a 9 out of 10. Oh, wow. What was it called again? Yeah. Sick of it. Sick of it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess the last thing I saw, uh, season 37, episode oh, 1 of Survivor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm happy that you also saw it. So Starring I one Johnny it. Morrison, John yes. Johnny Nitro, Johnny Mon- Impact. Montanimanda. Yes. <laughs> uh, he, he made a good... Uh, I, I think he made a good uh, character. Uh, yeah, and he's not trying to play up the wrestling gimmick, but... Um, no. Uh, if there's only, I think, been one other wrestler that's ever been in Survivor. Yeah. Uh, WWE's Ashley. Remember that? Mm, and yeah. she was first out, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so there's not a good track ref- record of pro wrestlers in Survivor, but we'll see if he but does the, uh, better. At least he wasn't the the first one out. Because, right. Gosh, damn it! They had a, a kind of an accident happening there. Right, and we never got to really see what happened because it was off. Like it was in between when they're shooting oh, because yeah. they they were going yeah. from the tournament location to the camp, and they don't film that stuff. But he didn't right. get hurt when they were doing, like, the actual dangerous activity. <laughs> he gets right. hurt on the boat in between. Boat I thought that was, like... Between. I yeah. felt bad for the guy just because uh, it's not even really a great story. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I know. Uh, the last thing I watched was uh, Season 3, first two episodes of The Good Place. Yep, I gotta see that too. I got. I have bo- yep. both Murphy Brown and that on my books for tonight. So <laughs> uh, I'm not going to spoil anything other than I gave this episode uh, eight or those two episodes. Oh yeah, tonight. I was gonna say. Okay, yeah. a com- combo yeah. eight. All right, combo eight. Yes, I liked it. I like where they're going, and I think they're going to do some funny things in this season. It looks like it. Can okay. I sneak one more thing in? Uh, let's just save it. Save it for tomorrow. Okay. Yep. Okay. Let's go into so, movies. Movies. Have you seen a movie this week? <laughs> or, in the last have... two days? Yeah, I saw a yeah. movie yesterday, actually, in the middle of the day, um, called The Hurricane Heist. Have you ever heard no, of this? You're, you're joking. The Hurricane that, Heist. Yep. That, that is the same movie I watched. What? How is that possible? How is that possible? It came out in February. February. It what? No, you did not what? see the exact same movie. Yes. 
That is so weird. Okay. Uh, directed by so Rob Cohen. Produ- yeah, that is really uh, weird. Uh, starring uh, Maggie Grace, uh, Toby Kebel. I, I, only person I've ever heard of is Maggie Grace. And she was but, noticeable. She played one of the main characters, I guess. Yeah. Uh, okay, 44% yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> 5 out of 10 on IMDb. What do you think of the movie, yeah. Fro? No, what the shit the movie has said. <laughs> What a shit, the shit, the shit, the movie. Uh, I think my main problem with this is uh, it's it's a it's a combination of shark, uh, NATO, and a heist movie without uh, uh, really any hurricanes. <laughs> I think that's my main problem with it. Uh, it felt like a 90s movie to me, like a 90s action <laughs> movie, is what it felt like. Yeah. It felt... It, yeah. Was there a robbery in the movie Twister? No. No, oh, okay. It, it, it if, it, if there was a robbery in the movie Twister, yeah. that would be this yeah. movie. Yeah. Or Dante's Peak or something like that, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, overall, I don't think I hated it as much as you did. I still had a little fun with it just because it was silly <laughs> action <laughs> movie. Uh, yeah. But there were certain parts where I was like, that is the dumbest. Did you see where he jumps off the front of the truck and jumps onto the back of the semi? But in the shot, it's clear he totally missed the back of the truck. So they just mm-hmm. cut these two shots together. So he jumps, and it, the arc of where he jumps, he clearly is just going to land on the ground. But then mm-hmm. it cuts, and you see the cut, and all of a sudden he's on the back of the truck. And it's in the same shot. They didn't like cut to a different angle no. or anything. It was so Sorry. bad. Now, this movie made me laugh a lot. Uh, I gave it a 5.5. <laughs> oh, what did I give it? Uh, oh, yeah, I'll agree with you. I think that's probably about right. I mean, yeah. actually, I'm, I will give it a solid 5. Because okay. I think it's right in the middle. Like, some of the acting was really terrible, but some of the uh, action scenes <laughs> are actually pretty fun. The special effects are really yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. The storyline's kind of like silly, especially once the cops get involved. It's like, okay, what? Why are the, all these cops still here in this town uh, and not like bunkered away somewhere away from the hurricane? But yeah, whatever. And the part where oh. they're on the ropes and they fly up through the <laughs> mall thing and they survive that? Like, whatever. Come on now. Yeah, no, it makes absolutely no sense at all. Uh, we're going to have a little, like, look back at the three years. Oh, my God. It's been three years, Luke. It has been. Uh, 156 episodes as of this one, I guess. Uh, uh. And we've done a lot of crap. We've done a lot of ridiculous shit on the show. <laughs> we have. <laughs> I can't. Uh, like, I, I, I was listening. Uh, I, I don't usually go back and listen but this week I decided to because we're doing this three three year anniversary mm-hmm. so what I did I, I picked up, up uh, 10 random shows uh, like uh, and I, I made sure uh, there was at least a uh, hundred uh, no sorry as uh, I made sh- uh, sure that it was at least 10 shows between them 
So oh, okay. I listened to the first show, then I listened to the tenth show, then I listened to the twentieth. Do you see what I mean? Right. Okay. So, uh, and uh, I I hear a small progress every time I skip like ten shows ahead. I hear something we we we, we haven't changed but tweaked. <laughs> yeah, it is strange how you listen to the first episode and like yeah. we'd we like in certain some podcasts you listen back and you hear the beginning and like the audio quality's worse and like the people are like a little like nervous and they're all like oh, I don't know they don't really know what they're doing. But I think because we had started podcasting before we started doing this, we already really had it down a little bit. Um, and so when we got into it, it doesn't, it doesn't sound as bad as like a first podcast of most first podcasts would sound, I think. No, but, uh, people have to find it was just the two of us that had an experience till we had zero experience. That's true. Podcasting. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely zero percent. And she jumped into it, and it was, she's. Uh, and I said this many times. She's. Uh, she was natural in it. That's true. Uh, yeah, she just. Yeah. I think she's just a good speaker, like a big good talker. Like she's good at interacting uh, with other people. She's a people person, so that helped a lot. Yeah. And she just embraced um, it. You know, she just embraced the oh, yeah. show. She didn't go, why are we doing this? Which, I mean, how many times over <laughs> the last three years, have, when it's not, like in the middle of the week, you're like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? <laughs> There's been many times where I've done that, for sure. Oh, oh yeah. But I, I, oh, I, I, and I have an answer for you. I really do, actually. I think the reason why I'm doing it is because... I, well, I love talking to you. Uh, that is one of my 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 favorite things to do because I I I like that we don't agree on things. Uh, if people want to like listen to the last episode, I I think that discussion about cloning was kind of funny. Um, and uh, things we do agree with, we have always a certain point of view into things. And I, I, I know. I think I, sh- I changed my mind during the show more times than uh, anybody else. I changed my view on uh, marijuana. I changed my view on Christianity. I changed my view. On... Yeah, that's yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, I, I've gone from conservative, really conservative. There was a point. Where I wanted to have no cursing on the podcast. Remember that? <laughs> kind of. I mean, we we definitely limit the cursing. Like, there's certain words we try not to say or whatever. But uh, I remember there was one at one point where it was that was way at the beginning, kind of though. Yeah. Mm. But I went to it and I was like, no, I don't, I don't want us to curse anymore. <laughs> Oh, the good old times. Right? I don't even remember how long ago that was. I've got some of the old shows, uh, like the description of the old shows up. You want to hear something from any specific random show? Like, pick a random number, and I'll go Uh, down what what we did on the show. Twelve. Twelve, okay. Going back a little bit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
Uh, in the news, we covered the Hateful Eight surprise police boycott. Remember that? That never oh. happened. <laughs> Yeah. Remember when the police were going to boycott The Hateful Eight and it never happened? Um, best and Worst Movies of 2015. Was that? This was uh, December 2015. Uh, the very last show of 2015, actually. Star Wars The Force Awakens we did. Uh, oh. Classic TV contest The White Rapper Show. Remember that show, bro? <laughs> Dude. That was a good one. I do. Oh, that was awful. <laughs> I'm just gonna scroll through. I I have all the old shows kind of in an old show log on in a Google Doc, and there's 23 pages of shows actually. Okay. I'm just gonna randomly scroll through and land on a random page. Page 14. Let's see. Uh, what did we do here? Uh, ADC's worst person ever tournament. Uh, this is episode 81. Uh, okay. I remember that. April 26th of 2016, I think. Uh, payback Predictions. Born in China? I don't remember that movie. Another digital review of Born in China. Oh, and this is when we no. were doing Samurai Jack, Season 5, Episode 6. Aww. Uh, but, yeah, how many shows have we covered, and what shows have, has it been? Do you, do you have any? I, I can go through what shows it's been. I don't know if I, I we'll have to count them as we go. Moaning of Life, we did. I know that. Yeah. Uh, what did we do after that? Uh, we took a break. American Crime Story was after that. The OJ okay. Simpson American Crime yes. Story. Uh, we did the first season of The Path, which turned oh, us yeah. on to an amazing show that just like blew yeah. our minds and is still blowing yes. our minds. Uh, Brain Dead. It was the next show we oh, yeah. did after that, uh, with Monk Jeremy's in it. Yep. least favorite show of all time, I think. Uh, no, because we did another show that he hated even more than that. But oh, after... yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but after we did Brain Dead, we did Westworld Season 1, which I hated oh, yeah. doing. I liked the show, yeah. but I hated actually covering it. Um, yeah. Then we did Shut Eye, Episode 1. Oh, yeah. I feel like I'm missing something somewhere. Oh, Preacher, we did in there somewhere. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so I hope you're counting these because I f forgot to be counting. I have. I okay. have. I have. Uh, Shut Eye, and then what did we do after Shut Eye? We took a break, and then we did the TV show Hunted. That was a terrible oh. show, but so much fun to cover because it was so bad. It was so fun. It was so fun to cover. Yes. And then we did Samurai Jack, uh, season yes. five. Mm-hmm. After that, we did a full season of Big Brother UK, which was insane. Yeah. It was actually kind of fun to cover, because every day I would just write down a little bit. Uh, yeah. And then we did The Guest Book. Remember that show? That was a weird show. Oh, Fro didn't was, like it as much as I did. Uh, 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 what did we do next? I'm seeing Fro... This is where Fro decided, I, I want to review something, and I said, I don't want to review that, and so Fro decided, I'll review it. And it was a show called Ghost Wars. And we only did two episodes, <laughs> and we never yeah. reviewed it again. <laughs> yes, that was terrible. <laughs> but it worked out, because the next show we co covered was Mindhunter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mindhunter, and then we took a little break. Or no, we did Alone Together after Mindhunter. And then okay. we took a little break, and now, of course, uh, we're covering Manifest, right? Yeah. Oh, Castle Rock, and then Manifest. My bad. Yeah. So we've done 15 different shows and are doing the 16th now. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Wow. It's been three years. <laughs> <laughs> and all those were like shows that had just come out, and each episode yeah. was the week of that it came out. So we were like, uh, and looking back on it, like especially when it when it came to uh, Hunted, that show. Oh. It, looking back on it is way better than actually having to watch it at the time. Because looking back yeah. on it, I can laugh about how bad it was. But when it, we were actually yeah. doing it, it was like, oh, God, I have to watch an hour of this today before the podcast. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Remember that it was so bad that both me and until that year forgot that it uh, we covered it so we didn't have it on our list of the worst shows of the year <laughs> that's right because you had completely blocked it out of your mind <laughs> we, we blocked it totally out of our mind we didn't have it even on our list <laughs> oh my gosh I, I believe it too uh, there I is so many people I want to thank I I really want to thank you. I want to thank Telly. Uh, obvious. I want right. to thank Jeremy uh, for being so fucking amazing and sending all those. Mails. And Tron, Tron for sending. Tron tells the truth almost every yes. week for years now. Yeah, and he's super uh, punctual about it. I'm super thankful for that because. Uh, for a while, it was like, how are we going to get Tron? How is Tron going to be able to do this? Like, we need it yeah. this way, we need it that way. One time, he tried sending, like, three in one week, and it was like, this isn't going to work because the news he's talking about is no longer in date, you know, three weeks later. So, it had to that had to change as well, but uh, Tron was able to stick around, and I really like his stuff as well. I think it adds a lot to the show, so. I want to thank Margaret for the book of Margaret, and also... Uh... You will hear her voice this this week. Uh, I want to thank Grass Dragon uh, for being there on the pay-per-views and having so much fun with us on the election special as well. Ruben, that was on the election special, I want to thank. I want to thank that random guy that was there for five minutes. Do you remember that? <laughs> he was actually on an episode or two, I think, when Tilly wasn't there. I don't remember which episodes those were. What was his name? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. I really want to thank Dan that was there for some episodes as well. Um, oh, yeah, Dan was there well, for some episodes. Yeah. yeah. He was, yeah, and then... Uh, oh, and then Ian? Let's thank Ian for doing the one Ian, episode yes. where we talked about... Trump yes. and why people support Trump and all that. That was a super interesting episode. I think that was one of the most interesting episodes we've ever done, for sure. I mean, we don't do a lot of interviews on here, so but oh, yeah. that one I think was super important, especially at the time. And then after that, I saw all these people, other internet people doing the exact same thing, and it was almost like, wow, it seems like we started <laughs> something. We started a trend, yeah. Well, it, the other week... Uh, me and you both kind of came out with stories about, uh, after the whole Big Brother thing with Roxy, we both kind of had yeah. stories about that, and then this last whole week, I've seen people, like, guys on podcasts doing the exact same thing as, about the Kavanaugh thing, though. You know what I mean? Right. And I, I'm, right. I don't know if it's just a cultural thing, that, that that's kind of starting to catch up, or and, and we were just feeding off of the cultural everything, you know what I mean, Fro? Or whether right. it's, uh, you know, it's part of the Zetgeist. I don't, I don't know. So we'll see. I, I mean, we, uh, we, we, we don't pat ourselves on the back too much. 
but we, we we can sometimes be a really before podcast i mean i think we were the first podcast that said donald trump had possibilities to win the election it, yeah i said i said uh we were talking yeah. about it with some it was me and you and somebody else i don't even think it was tilly so it must have been somebody else on the no. show but fro was saying uh or does anybody think trump has a chance and i was like i think he's gonna win if but this was during the primary still so i said right. i said if hillary wins the democratic primary and trump wins the republican primary i think trump wins is what i said and it ended up coming out to be true yeah so that was like um it was one of those moments where you're like did that really happen like i i had to actually go back into the podcast and find that point at once uh, find the spot at one point and go wow that really did happen okay yeah yeah no it's 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 not that i i think we 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 done a lot of stuff that i feel that uh we should be proud of and i'm extremely happy to all our audience prior and uh, in the future we are really really happy that you have stuck around oh you know what i just remembered another thing we totally called uh what was the episode let me I'm, i'm looking up oh here it is there episode 147 a time when we totally called something on accident and it was in the title of the episode even well, episode 147, spoilers, InfoWars is the Illuminati. And then the next <laughs> week is when InfoWars got kicked off yes. of the entire internet, basically. Yes. That <laughs> was the week before, yeah. That was true. Yep. Yeah, so, thanks, Luke. Uh, thank you, Fro, for sticking around. I mean, we've had our differences, yeah. but I think we've always been able to work them out. And, I mean, oh, even... Yeah. People hear our differences on the show here, but we've had differences off the show as well. Um, but we're always able to kind of come, like, be more, to be, be adult about it and just understand yeah. that we have differences, creative differences even. Sometimes yeah. we w- want something in a place or we don't, and we, we always figure out a way to make both of us happy. So I'm glad we're able oh, yeah. to do that. Yeah. Uh, we, 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 <laughs> we have had some discussions that I am... Happy that people has not turged. <laughs> I remember one time, especially. <laughs> it comes to mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've had our problems, but we're here. It's three years, so let's do the rest of the week. And I think this is the end of Friday, right? Yes, it is. G'day, this is Alex from Australia, and you're listening to Another Digital Citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's Saturday. It's uh, Saturday. Episode... Yep. Yes, Saturday. Part part two of our crazy adventure of doing a podcast every day. Hi, Luke. Hi, Fro. Again. Hi, everybody. Hi. Again. <laughs> yes. And hi, Tron. Hello. Yes, Tron is with us. He's going to do a live. Tron tells the truth. Right. Uh, he's... Yeah, we're going to talk about the news. Right. Yeah. That is interesting. Let's go right into the news. Uh, CNN has f- found out that uh, cannabis is uh, eaten uh, by teens. Right. Uh, should I go into this, I guess? Yes. CNN says teens aren't just smoking cannabis. Uh, study oh. says they're eating and vaping it, too. 
So that's CNN. Yeah. They're on the cutting edge of news. A study says. So they paid actually people to do a study. Tell them like, yeah. It says here, everybody knows uh, according to a study published Friday in the medical journal JAMA, Network Open, JAMA, it sounds like a <laughs> reggae festival, the JAMA yes. Network Open. <laughs> JAMA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're, not, they're not just uh, smoking it, they're also vaping and using edibles. Studies surveyed 3,177 10th graders in Southern California in 2015, and 1,077 reported ever using ca- cannabis. Uh, it found 61% of those that had used cannabis had tried at least two methods, combustible, edible, or vaporized cannabis. That's right. In 2000, September 2018, CNN just found out that people are using vaporizers to smoke weed. <laughs> I wonder what they are smoking. Like, uh, well, okay, fine. Mm. I, they were like, you know, we. this is a story that we should publish because it's important to pe- for people to know this because people don't already know this. Right. Yeah, but, but this is like CNN again. Oh, wow. It's like, it was a, during the election. Oh, they find out, why does, why does Trump gain, gain crowds? Yes, because you're fucking broadcasting him 24-7. And now this. It's like, yeah. A, oh, yeah, it's like, oh, this, this, this is just like conservative people talk about sex. They talk a lot about sex because they are outraged about sex, but they talk about more about sex than ordinary people does. At least, sorry, but at least in this uh, article, they do uh, mention something we mentioned uh, a couple weeks ago, Fro. It says, uh, adolescent cannabis use has pretty much stayed steady the past couple of years, so it doesn't appear that these new alternatives are drawing new cannabis users, (laughs) like we said. Uh, adolescents may be supplementing standard cannabis smoking with new forms of cannabis use, uh, substituting yeah. vaping and ed- edibles for smoking. Yeah, that's what we said in that other from that other article too. That was about kind of you were before CNN. You were ahead of CNN. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. We talked about that uh, yesterday. That we we broke news that uh, people people are have been like no. That's never going to happen, and and we have broken it, and like a week after, everybody is talking about exactly the same as we are doing. Right, talking about uh, talking about things we talked about yesterday. Uh, we talked about uh, Kavanaugh. Uh, I never know how to say his name. Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. Nah. Kavanaugh. Oh, that sounds so elite. How can a conservative have man with that elite name? It's nearly a little bit French there. Oh God, you have to find a new one. <laughs> but yeah, don't care uh, about tr- the race charges. He sounds too French. <laughs> but Trump orders uh, additional FBI background probe. Uh, this is uh, in regards to uh, the uh, allegations by Christina Blasey Ford. And uh, her attorney said that her client's uh, client uh, welcomes the FBI probe. I'm not amazed. Uh, are you amazed about, about this look? Oh, the fact that it came from Trump is a little interesting. The fact that Trump ordered yeah. the FBI probe. Uh, I had heard yesterday, after we did the show yesterday, that they uh, somebody uh, in the 
one of the, actually a Republican who was on the committee, I guess, who, yeah. from yes. the interviews, had called for it. And then after that right. Republican called for it, then Trump came out and said, yeah, let's do it. So maybe that's why he did it. But it is still interesting because Trump's the kind of guy who would just not do it and be like, whatever. Yeah. But the, that guy who called him out who wanted the probe is also one who tried to challenge him uh, in two years' time in the nominations. Well, who also okay. wanted to be the next new Republican uh, uh, president. He, like, he, 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 he's a little bit crazy. He's been in Bill Maher a couple of times. He's, he sounds so moderate, but you really read between the lines. He's just a crazy-ass fuck conservative like the rest of them. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. But he sounds Blake. so moderate. Yeah. It's like Jack Gava, Blake. What kind of name Christ, is that? The Christian Jack guy Blake. you have on Fox News. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, that fat dude. Um Oh, Jesus Christ, I can't remember his name. Oh, sorry. I lost my pointer. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you got me. Uh, I, Jeff Flake, and then there was somebody else that was uh, in there too. But yeah, yeah, it was Jeff Flake that uh, call, called it out first, and then yeah. Trump came out. But it is interesting that Trump decided to do it. Uh, other than yeah. that, we'll see what comes out of it. I don't know what's going to come out of it, but like I said because he can, he, yesterday... He Sorry. Like like I said yesterday, the FBI uh, could come out with something and then all the Republicans could right. choose not to trust it because that's what they do. Yeah. What? Yeah. You know, the, the we are Q or something. <laughs> Some deep state bullshit, you know? Yep. It, deep state. That, Z-Anon or something. I'm, yeah, but I'm, I'm happy that, that they uh, at least did something. Um... It's midterms. Yes. Well, you the don't Democrats have, have never had more ladies on on election this year. This is just a, this is could be a game changer if all the women like uh, yeah. You saw what happened with other governor in a conservative state that lost because the women got out and voted. They can get the right. same again in the midterms if they let this go on and on and on and on. Hey, it's been 40 years since the Jonestown massacre. We talked about Jim's, uh, Jim Jones before. Uh, Jim Jones' surviving son uh, has uh, been talking about what they think about the father, uh, their father and people's temple today. It, uh, it's been, uh, it was a really interesting interview on ABC News. Okay. We don't, we're not going to read, read the whole thing, but it, it, it's really, really interesting. Something to check uh, out. Yes. Okay. Did you? Uh, did you? Where did you watch it? Was it on YouTube or something like that? No, I watched it on ABC. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, they have it here. But uh, he he he's called Stephanie Jones, and he's talking about like. Uh, oh, it's called I think it's Steve? I think it's Stefan, not Stephanie. <laughs> oh, Stefan. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, it's called. Uh, Truth and Lies, Jonestown, Paradise Lost. I really uh, recommend it, actually. But uh, he said, uh, there's something about Jonestown I'm never uh, going to deal with. And I'm okay with that, Uh, Jim Jones uh, Jr. said in an interview. Uh, And uh, there were many people there uh, that was dear to me, and a good number of them was uh, uh, very dear too. I often uh, thought about what it must have been for them 
to uh, be with us and not know us and I ask for their give forgiveness so it's interesting alright I guess we'll go I'll, I'll have to check it out I mean I read the article but that's not the same as seeing an, like a, a real interview with the guy so right. you, know it's a, you know it's a Swedish band called the Brian Johnson John, Johnstown Massacre a Swedish bank no, no a band. band a band Oh, band. Okay. <laughs> I thought you said bank, and I was like, that's a weird name for a bank. That was be one hell of a name touring with the U.S. <laughs> no, no. If, if a bank called it, oh, that would be that would be my kind of bank. <laughs> Hello. I'm saving, saving accounts and free Kool-Aid. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh. Uh, so, Luke, tell me about this uh, scientist uh, that accidentally blew up their lab. It says, uh, earlier this year, researchers at the University of Tokyo accidentally created the strongest controllable magnetic field in history, and it blew oh, the wow. door off their lab. <laughs> Are we going shit. to watch it? Yeah, let's watch the video. It's, an, it's really short. I think it's like yeah. 10 seconds long. So, uh, yeah. You got it up? It's in the article. Yep. I, I always got it off, but okay, give me the video. Okay, the video. Uh, right. Uh, Fro, give me a countdown. In three, two, oh. Come on. I'm not used to Windows yet. Okay. Fucking hate it. What? You get an ad or something? I'm sorry? You get an ad or something? Yeah. Oh. You just got to yeah, add an ad blocker. Okay, go ahead. I know. Okay. In three, two, one, play. So just looks it's like a not doing big... anything. Whoa! Whoa! What? Fire! <laughs> it was purple. <laughs> Why the heck was it purple? <laughs> that must be a, one of the pickup lines a scientist can use on, on in a local bar. Like, <laughs> you think you got a strong magnet? <laughs> Holy shit! I blew up my door to my lap. <laughs> My oh, magnetic field blows the doors off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What? You cannot do that. Waka waka. Is oh that that would be great. But yeah, we have Tron here for a reason. Tron. Yeah, we do. Because uh, I have a voice and I have a big dick. No, sorry. No, no, it's not that. Tell, tell oh, no, us. No, 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 I have to run Jeremy podcast. Sorry. Uh, <clears throat> what? Tell us the truth about something, I said. Yes, okay, this is Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. I'm doing this live now. Um, I'm, I'm a lazy person. No, I'm not a lazy person. I just hate waking up early in the morning. And I hate people who are happy early in the morning. Like, have you ever met a person at 8 o'clock happy? Yes. Happy. Happy before I have a fucking cup of coffee. Those people are like, hello, how are you? These are A people. I'm a B person. And when it gets 12 o'clock at night, my brain works like hell. And I can never get to bed but at 3 or 4. And that's okay. I, but I sleep the same amount of hours like an A person does. But those people think they are better. They think like, oh, because we wake up fucking early. And get something, see people are all tired of shit. They are better than us. No, they are not. They are just full of shit. Those, those are the people who don't... Well, don't think it's okay to drink coffee after five o'clock or go to bed early. It's like they get think they get some reward in the next life. No, you're living here and now. Nights are beautiful. 
because the nights of NFT things happen. I love being awake when other people are asleep because I usually think there are a lot of assholes around. So I'm a B person because I get peace and quiet to work with my ideas. At the same time, I can watch television, night late movies, listen to music. And it's so funny when I can say that I go to bed when everybody else had to force to wake up. So be a B person and be proud of it. And told us A people to go and fuck themselves. This was Trump, but Trump tells the truth. Bye. <laughs> live. Very live. Live. Oh, shit. Live. I, I just had to think fast because when I do it at home, like you have to think, yeah, you can always stop and restart. I just had to do it. Whew. <laughs> Very good. That was a good shot. I think I'm a night person really? too. Or what did you say? A B person? I, I don't know about Fro. A B person, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not. You should know that. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I I function way better once it's dark. I see if it seems like, but I've been working the graveyard shift for many years. So I, uh, but, uh, sometimes I had ten hours shift like for seven days in a row. So like <laughs> my brains are already fucked up. So I can't go to bed early. I never can. Do you go know? To bed. Do you know how many trons tells the truth you have made for the podcast? I'm not sure myself, really. I I really don't know either. Because, I mean, there's... Uh, I, I don't even remember when the first one was. So, yeah. No. 2016, I think. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, Do you know Fro? No, 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 it was, it was a question. I had absolutely no clue right. at all. I can check it out if I can get my files. Okay. Uh, somebody has have disappeared, but I can find that out. Sometimes, uh, oh shit, 28 the first year, I was a little bit late. And t- 38 the next year. 38 of them? Okay. And, next, and 34, oh, it's well over 100 now. Oh. Uh, yeah, and uh-huh. some, I have made also some, some I was never aired. Because yeah. Okay, yeah. Some extra ones that you so, never that never aired here. That makes sense. Yeah, and you said, oh yeah, you had, and and it was duplicate because yeah, so on and I've ch- I left it because there come a new a new issue up in the news or something else I thought about, so I just laid it down. But oh, yeah, over a hundred though. Shit. That that's about sounds about right to me. Does that sound about right to you, uh, Fro? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I want to thank you for those. Yeah. uh... But I also have to say something to the listeners because if it's just if if there is a topic you want me to take up, like something about European politics or anything, really, you can just leave me a message. So yeah, oh yeah, use the comment field below <laughs> on Facebook. All right, before we let you go, it's been very great, Tron. and I hope people oh, enjoy them. I, I'm, oh, I'm, I hope people like them because I'm enjoying doing them and giving. Um, I think it adds a lot to the show. It, it gives it yeah. us oh, yeah. a break from, or people a break and us a break from hearing our own voice, uh, me and Fro's voices. And, <laughs> More yeah. Voice, yeah, all the time. Uh, so we really like a, that about it. Uh, but before you take off, we're going to have you pick pick a number between 100, uh, 1 and 156. Uh, and we'll see. Oh, I just want to tell a little story first. Because, oh. because I, I, can I do that? Yeah, that's fine. Just a little more. Yeah. Because I remember the first time Fro asked me to do it, it I, I, I I took it very seriously. I, I, I made a manuscript, I remember, I still have it. It was about Bernie Sanders. Oh, okay. 
and it was very long and long and long and i just holy shit i just uh, reading from scripts i'm lousy at so my girlfriend says like john just use use you just take the what do you do when you speak public just take take some scrabble on the paper and just speak out loud and just smash it down in one take okay <laughs> that's, that's how it come to be huh okay it's done like, yeah yes i just want to tell you yeah Yes. Okay. okay. Now, <laughs> pick a number between wow. one and one hundred and fifty-six. Hundred and twenty-two. Hundred and twenty-two. One second. Yeah. We're gonna see what we were covering then. Okay, so we did news of the week, obviously. Uh, first yeah. three best picture Oscar films: Get Out, Lady Bird, and The Shape of Water. So that's from this was oh, from February wow. of this year. The fish fucking movie. Yes, yes. The, yeah, exactly. And. Lady Bird, the horrible film. Uh, and then there was Get yes. Out. <laughs> Lady Bird? Lady Bird was so bad. People really <laughs> liked it because it was very indie feeling, but it was, but so it was really it was really boring, yeah. Uh, we did another boring. digital review of Winchester, and we did Alone Together episode four. So. Wow. Alone Together. Well, thank you, Tron, for being with yeah, us. It was nice to be with you. And, uh, of course... I'll be back in TTT as soon as you know. Yeah, and I got another one from you, so we'll play that on one of these days, uh, the one you sent me yeah, for this week. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, looking forward to that one. Okay. You, you have to look forward to that one. Bye-bye, guys. Bye. Have a nice time. Bye. Bye. Okay. Uh, TV, yeah? <laughs> yes. That was a little nutty. <laughs> but it's Tron, mm-hmm. so what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Nothing, Professor. That's what I, we call it. <laughs> uh, uh, let's, I will go Yeah, first. why don't you go first? Uh, uh, Hell's Kitchen is back uh, with season 18. And this one is with a twist, Luke. Uh, it's in heaven. They have... Sorry? It's in heaven. <laughs> it's in heaven instead of yeah. hell. Yeah, that would... That, that really would be a twist. <laughs> That would be a twist. Now, it's uh, eight uh, newcomers against uh, eight uh, that has been on Hell's Kitchen before. So, ah. it's, yeah, uh, old against new. It seems like the old would have a d- definitive uh, advantage, right? Oh, yes, yes. So, for example, uh, in in the first episode of Hell's Kitchen, they always do the signature dish. Right. Uh, so, uh, and uh, of course, the old ones had picked out their favorite dish, but they had to cook the newcomers' dishes. Oh, uh, as, okay. Yes, yes. So, so they are put in. They are put in tests that the newcomers doesn't have to do. Sometimes, so it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of, uh, uh, e- evening kind of the playing different. field a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. For example. All right. But yeah, I, 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 I think it's a fun, fun show. It's not your kind of show. But I saw I like the first it. season because it was. I mean, right. everybody watched the first season. I think is the thing. Right. Uh, but I haven't seen right. it since then. Right. I mean, it's kind of at least from what I it. Every episode's pretty much the same. He yells at people. People yes. do things wrong. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I saw the Good Place, which you saw yesterday. Cool. Uh, I 
gave it a 7 out of 10. I really liked this episode. I mean, we knew what we were getting into uh, at the end of last season. They pretty much told you exactly what was going to happen this season. And I wasn't sure how it was going to work just because we'd never seen them go to the place they go. Um, I don't want to ruin anything. But, um... Oh, I I almost said it. (laughs) (laughs) But I really like the, uh... Uh... What, the door... Doorman? That's yeah. a very, very... So funny. Yeah, it's a very funny... And yeah. he's like, a frog! A frog. <laughs> <laughs> so happy about that frog. He's like, I've only got, you know, uh, nine billion years left on my shift. So, yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, I really I liked so. it. I thought it was, you know, kept up the quality and was just as good, so... Yes, definitely. Um, a thing that I forgot uh, to talk about yesterday uh, was... Uh, the season premiere of South Park. Me and Bill, we talked about it. I watched uh, on... this today. Yes, on Shark's Pond. Uh, so it was really, really funny. I, uh, it's about school shootings, and it's uh, it's taking the gun control <laughs> debate in a different direction, to say it that way. <laughs> I, it was fun. I, I did you say I should watch this because we had talked about how, yes, the uh, whole uh, Me Too thing becoming kind of like this. Where yes. It, yes. It's very. They totally. Uh, they took that concept of of, uh, school shootings becoming just like oh they happen all the time. Uh, you have to have mm-hmm. like two hundred people get shot for it to even end up on the news, and they took that concept right. and made it like. Uh, a, a running joke through the whole episode, which was very funny. Yeah. No, uh, I I gave this episode a nine out of ten actually, because uh, they have balls to go there. Oh yeah, um, no I mean, nobody else could do it, but it is South Park, so they kind of have like car car blanche to do those kind of things. I think right. so. Nobody else could get away with this, but South Park for sure. I don't even think the Simpsons. Else, um, I don't think the Simpsons could do something like this. Even you know what I mean? No, or Family Guy? I no. think only South Park could do this. What else have you watched? Uh, yeah. One last thing. I watched Murphy Brown, which you saw yesterday. Yes. You said you yep. didn't like this, right? I said I liked it. Yeah. Oh, you liked it? Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I did not. I thought this was awful. <laughs> really? They completely dated. Uh, jokes and references of like it seems like the script was written at the beginning of this year and it aired at the end of this year you know what I mean like all the jokes were the jokes that we already saw in Roseanne the first episode Right. it was all the same jokes Uh, and I don't need Hillary Clinton anywhere anymore so that was not any good yeah that was uh, minus for me as well I, I just uh, she is not helping the Democrats, everybody. <laughs> She's hurting the yeah. Democrats as well. So, but I, I thought, I thought it was kind of apropos. I like that it is kind of on the corner. It's not like it's not. It's not really holding. I feel. I felt like this episode didn't hold back, even though she was there. She gained critic. Who? What? What are we? Who are we talking about? Murphy Brown or uh, or Hillary Clinton? No, Hillary Clinton. Clinton. Oh, Hillary Clinton. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You didn't think she she w- did what in this? 
I don't think they hold back making fun of her and the whole situation. Uh, yeah, to a degree. Just because she was there. Uh, in the one scene, but I mean, they didn't really like go what? out of their way to make fun of Hillary Clinton. If if that's what you're trying to no, say. No, no, okay. No, no, no. no I no. mean, if anything, but... they went out of their way to make fun of Donald Trump and other people more than, you know, it definitely a um, Democratic-leaning show, 100%. Oh, um, some of the stuff was over-dramatized, and it, that was funny. Uh, I thought that her son, clearly, I think they're trying to get that he's working for Alex Jones, right? Is that what you're... Yes, yes. That was an interesting yes. concept, I thought. I'd mm -hmm. like to see more of the, um, where he works. You know what I mean? Because we haven't seen any right. of that. Uh, so that that could be interesting if we actually get to see that and that becomes kind of part of the show. I would be interested in that. I'll continue watching the show, actually, just because it's like a silly sitcom and there aren't enough of those out right now in, in 2018. Right. Um, but overall, like I said, the jokes were kind of dated. I mean, like they were mm -hmm. and they were over. They've already been made a hundred times, like a lot of the jokes about uh, the fake news and uh, Donald Trump and all, it's like, I've heard these jokes a hundred times already, you know what I mean? And the the joke about the, the guy wearing the uh, pussy hat and he's trying to get chicks, like, that, right. that's an old joke, it's been made for uh, two years now, you know what I mean? So, I don't know, I just thought the jokes yeah. were overused. What did you give this episode? A four. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. I, I don't remember what I gave yesterday. So I'm not going to say it one more time. Yeah, I don't remember people either, but pe people just heard it like go. because a day has passed yes. for us, but no time has passed for you. <laughs> I haven't watched anything else, have you? Uh, no, not for TV, but I we did I did see a movie. Did you see a movie? Me too. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you go first? And I can't I can't wait to talk about my shitty 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 movie that I saw. Okay. Because guess what? I downloaded Gotti and watched it. Gothic? No, Gotti. Oh, Gotti, right, okay. Yes. Uh, I, 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 I have been wanting to see that for it since I heard it got a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, and it is as bad as they say on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I had so much fun watching this shitty movie. I need to see it now. I, I, Sorry? I need to see it now. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I, I don't, I don't think I have had this much fun watching a shitty movie in a long, 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 long time. It, it, uh, it's just John Travolta's acting and John Travolta's uh, makeup uh, and uh, all the people that are acting, and I, I can't really call it acting because it's. It's like uh, it's not on the ro uh, the room level of acting, but it's not fucking far away. Okay. <laughs> it, I, 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 this is going to end up on the higher top of the worst movies I've seen this year. But I give it a personally three because I had so much fun with it. Uh, oh well, three's still not good. But you're you're saying what you say no. you gave it an extra, maybe like an extra point. Oh, definitely. Okay, as maybe two, <laughs> maybe two extra points. All right. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> because I had so much fun with it. It it, it was uh, like I I, I it, it is. Uh, do you like The Godfather? Uh, uh, the second one's better than the first one, but right. It's the bad Godfather. It's Godfather Three, just bad. Even worse. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, now I, I fucking hell. You need to see this movie. All right, I saw. Um, let's see, who is this by? I think it came out. Oh, uh, it's a Netflix distribution, but I think it was made by somebody yeah. else. But like, it's not a Netflix original or anything. But it's called Next Gen. What? Okay. Uh, came out at the beginning of September, I guess, September 7th. Uh, it was about a little girl who is living in, like, a futuristic kind of... Uh, in a future world where, like, everybody has personal robots that, like, help them out. Like, everybody has their own personal robot that just follows them around all over the place. And she hates okay. she hates robots, uh, this girl. She, she d- despises them, but then makes friends with a robot. Uh, and they go on adventures, I guess. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a cartoon for yeah. kids. Uh, David Cross, uh, does one of the voices. Uh, John Krasinski, uh, oh. Chuck, you know, he does one of the voices. Yes. Um, yes. overall I thought it was all right. Uh, I'm seeing 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb, but I, I, I went ahead and gave it a seven. So I'm pretty close. Uh, it was all, uh. What does Rotten Tomatoes say? I'm not seeing anything from Rotten Tomatoes right here, but I okay. Let me look and okay. see if I can find it. Um, but overall, it was a little weird. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, no tomato meter, but audience score of seventy percent. So I, I'm pretty okay. on the ball there. I mean, for a kids' movie, it was fun. But guess what, Fro? It's about AI. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not surprised by that at all. I'm so sick of movies being about AI, and this one was like, it's yeah. about robots, da, 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 da. and then halfway through, it's like, oh yeah, but this is it's also about AI, because the, of the robots, you know what I mean? So, okay, whatever. Right. Overall, though, I had fun with it, yeah. I mean, for a cartoon movie, um, not for little, little, little kids, but like, you know, 10 or 11 year olds, they'll love this film, girl or boy, I'd say, okay. so... And you gave it what? I gave it seven? a 7. Uh, IMDb gave it yeah. a 6.7, and there's an audience score of 70%, so I think I'm pretty close to what everybody else is feeling. So. Cool. What else are we supposed to do today? All we got to do is plug the email uh, address. So uh, go to send us an email at anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail.com or go to the Facebook page and post us a post there if you have a question or anything. About anything we've talked about on this show or shows in the past. Yes. And uh, we will see you tomorrow. That will be in 10 seconds for you. Hi, this is Itch from the King Blues, and you're listening to Another Digital Citizen. A new day, new possibilities. It's Sunday, Luke. Sunday. Day of the Lord, as they say. <laughs> With us, we have Bill. Hi, Bill. Hi, guys. Uh, this this has been one interesting week. Uh, still, uh, this is the now the third day I, I'm podcasting in a in a row and feeling it's it still feels a little like oh it's Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> no, it isn't Wednesday. No, it's Stop. not. 
And when you wake yeah. up, at, when I go to bed last night, I was like, uh, kind of cramming to get to get stuff ready for today because I was bit so busy yesterday. But today I'm totally free because right. it's Sunday. I don't have to work. The last two days I've been like doing the podcast on my lunch break, <laughs> so uh, we had to rush a little bit. But uh, these next few days we don't really have to rush as much because I don't have to work. So. Hey, did you know there's thousand and one ways to lose a Nobel Peace Prize or a Nobel Prize, I should say. According to the local .no, it is. I think a thousand and one ways is a little over, but I think that's just for the title. But because it, <laughs> yes. there's actually a specific number they number here in the article, but that's fine. Uh, but uh, uh, I I read some some of it. Uh, I I think. Maybe one of my favorite ones was um, showing it of the girls. Panic erupted in December of 1999 as a suit in Oslo Grand Hotel. The Nobel Medal just awaited the Doctors Without Borders had disappeared. The next day the medal was back where it belonged. Members of the French MSF delegation had borrowed it to impress girls <laughs> in Oslo's bars. <laughs> uh, you could see the traces of thieves uh, of everyone who wanted to see if the medal really was made of pure gold. Morten Rosru, a member of Norwegian MSF delegation, wrote a 2006 book. But uh, uh, they would uh, have needed more than uh, that a noble uh, model uh, to hook up. <laughs> they needed a, more than a, a noble medal. Well, yeah, it a good it says here get... one was yeah. sold for $4.1 million at one point. Uh, yeah. not, it says not including taxes. Or Wait, is that what it was? Yeah, so that I guess uh, they're worth a lot of money. I mean, they are made of solid gold, but four point one million—it doesn't seem like it's that much gold. I mean, I've seen the size of them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right. But I guess it's also that I, it's a Nobel Prize. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I, if I had a ludicrous lot of money, I, I, I guess I would buy myself a Nobel uh, Prize. I don't know why you would they want look it. Kind of, I. Uh, to impress chicks. <laughs> Here, here's my here's my thought. If I'm like I win a Nobel Prize for some kind of let's say I cured can like I was super close to curing cancer and I won the Nobel Prize. You know what I would do with it? I'd melt it down and sell it and use all that money to cure cancer. <laughs> and then they give you a second one. <laughs> right, exactly. And I melt that one down and buy a house, but <laughs> Or you could sell it for four point six million. Yeah, you there can you go. Buy two houses. Yeah. Or just a really nice but, house. Yeah. Or just a really nice house. Yeah. Uh, the the other funny one was dissolved in acid. Uh, uh, it isn't that funny, but but there was uh, two uh, German lectures, uh, Max von Lau and James Frank. That uh, had uh, uh, stored it uh, in a li uh, laboratory in acid because they were afraid of Hitler getting a hold of it. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, 
that's uh, some ways to lose the Nobel Peace Prize or Nobel Prize. So uh, Musk is forced to go out of Tesla now. Yeah, I heard about that. Like he had to pay a forty million dollar fine to the SEC, mm-hmm. and then he resigned. Well, what I'm seeing here is he was uh, taken out of. Uh, as the chairman of the board, but he remains the CEO of Tesla. So he's just... The problem here was uh, he sent out a tweet a few years back saying that there was going to be some kind of merger. Merger never happened, and it affected the stock market. And so the people on the board and the stockholders are not super happy with that, uh, with him as chairman of the board. So that's why they got rid of that. I'm guessing probably the whole Twitter thing with... um, the Thai cave diver probably didn't help his case any (laughs) because a lot of this, it seems like they're even uh, one of the things about keeping him in as CEO is they're going to have somebody sit there and monitor his Twitter uh, when he tweets things. Uh, That's one of the stipulations of remaining CEO. So that's interesting stuff. Um, the agency demanded in court Thursday that he be barred from serving as an officer of any public company, but uh, in a rare statement, the SEC chief uh, action uh, enforcement action Clayton said he believed the agreement is in the best interest of the market and investors. So, mm. yeah, it's big. That's giant news that he's. I mean, it's he's kind. Of, he's kind of been uh, on the edge of this. I think for. Yeah, what since the beginning of the time. year, so yeah, it feels it feels kind of strange because he's the one that started it. So I don't know how I feel about this. Well, he's still the CEO, so yeah. he still owns the company. So I don't feel super bad for him, but uh, it's not quite uh, Papa John's. Uh, where Papa John's is not is still named Papa John's, but the racist guy got kicked out, and that was John. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> it's not quite that right. confusing. It's not named Musk Inc. or something like that. Right. No, that's that's true. Maybe you should start a company called Musk Inc. It, it would be a uh, perfume company. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that. Musk for men. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, in other news, uh, Egypt, tell me about Egypt, Luke. Well, this story has just about everything in it, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. A court in Egypt has given human rights activist Amil Fathi a two-year suspended sentence and fine for spreading fake news. Uh, (laughs) She has been in detention since May after posting a video criticizing the government over the extent of sexual harassment in the country. So this story has fake news, sexual harassment, a woman being arrested by her government, all in this one story. It's kind of crazy. Uh, And Amnesty International is calling it an an outrageous case of injustice. Egypt has recently passed laws that tighten controls over the internet. A move condemned by rights activists sound like other countries recently, UK and US. Mm-hmm. Um, legislation on cybercrime means websites can block be blocked in, in Egypt if they're deemed a constitu- to constitute a threat to national security or the economy. Uh, so that's what they're charged. Like uh, as far as laws, that's what they're charging her under. 
is these uh, internet laws because she posted this video up and it was anti-Egyptian government, and so they arrested her. But is it fake news, though? They're claiming it's fake news. That the, Well, it's, what she was claiming was that the Egyptian government is not doing enough to stop uh, sexual harassment just in general in the country. And they're saying that that's fake news. And um, Amnesty International is saying uh, Fathi is now facing a disgraceful sentence simply for her courage to speak out against sexual harassment. She's not a criminal and should not be punished for her bravery. Uh, so, yeah. Is it fake it news? Seems, yeah, no, I, I don't think it's fake news. It, it, it just seems so fucking strange. It's like, it's, it's like, uh, it has, like you said, it, it absolutely has everything in it. It says here, uh, correspondents say that street pro street protests in Egypt are all but banned. And the internet has become one of the last forums left for Egyptians to express dissent. And now these internet laws are being passed and they're not even able to do that. So mm. it's turning into a you know, dictator, dictatorish regime where nobody can say what they want to say about their government, and that's kind of scary. Mm. Well, uh, I, we found out this week that uh, Trump is uh, in love with Kim. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> when we fall in love, it will last forever. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Trump said on uh, at Sunday night rally in West Virginia, he wrote me beautiful letters, and they they are great letters. We fell in love. <laughs> They're great letters, wonderful letters. They're such great letters. Ah, <laughs> so cute. Trump and and Kim sitting in a. Tricky, I-S-A-E-I-N-G. I think it would be K-I-L-L-I-N-G. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently this was during a rally, like a, a Trump rally. They're doing, I mean, I guess probably because it's the, uh, the, midterm. Yeah, the midterm election time, he's back out doing rallies again for people. But he says, uh, it's easy to be presidential, but instead of having 10,000 people outside trying to get into this arena, we're, we'd have about 200 people standing right there as he's pointing to the crowd. Uh, so this was all a big thing at his rally. I Sometimes I think he just doesn't even know what he's going to say when he goes into those things and he just talks shit. Because that just sounds crazy, like crazy talk. I'm in love with that guy. I'm in love with the guy. Mm -hmm. Hey, I found some breaking news. Look, do you want to cover this? Uh, Sure. Did you send it to me? Uh Yes, I found it on the on the chat. Um, it's, chat. It's in, yes, because the White House uh, advisor Kellen Conway startled CNN host Jack Tapper on Sunday by saying she herself was a victim of sexual assault. Was it Jake Tapper's name? That assaulted her because that name is like almost sexual assault <laughs> by itself. Yeah. <laughs> Tougher, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, she says, I, "I am a victim of sexual assault." She said on State of the Union. Let's see, where does it say? Uh, 
who assaulted or what? Mm. I, I, I am thinking. Okay, I'm going to say something that will get me in a lot of trouble. I think maybe she's saying this to make Trump look good. Well, or Kenavon look good. Well, actually, I'm glad you mentioned that because one of the last paragraphs is that Conway backed Trump's statement that he found the testimony of Christine Blasey Ford on Thursday to be credible, though she defended Kavena strenuously and attacked Democrats for their conduct toward him. Right. Hmm. It's kind of strange that it's coming out now. That's all I'm saying. I think it I need to see to... more, like, more info about this because... As far as it's the clip, or I mean, like the quote here, I'm a victim of sexual assault. And then it says, she said this as part of an extended statement to defend or in defense of both Supreme Court nominee and the rights of those who have been victim, victims of assault. So I don't, I need to know more context before I can really make a decision on what she really meant here. Yeah. Just seems a little strange. Yeah. You want for to sure. post post uh, post a video for uh, Bill? Oh yeah, sure. Actually, I've got it. I saw a friend of mine posted a really interesting story that happened to him yesterday. So I'll say that while I'm posting this up and Bill's finding the article. Oh, but right. uh, him and his wife, they have twin boys. You know what I mean? Okay. And mm-hmm. uh, the one this what happened yesterday. The one was at baseball practice, and the other one was with his mom. The doing errands like around town, and the oh, one yeah okay I've seen this okay the one doing uh the one doing errands with his mom starts complaining that he's feeling sick and that like okay. he feels like pain and that he's feeling sick, and then they find out at baseball practice the twin brother had broken his arm, oh, but the Ooh. other twin. At the exact same start time, started feeling pain and started feeling sick, like dizziness and sickness. Isn't that crazy? That is. That's the. That tw- is strange. Those. It's the, almost like the twins from GI Joe. Right, that whole twin <laughs> thing. Yeah. A reference nobody else will take. <laughs> right, very obscure reference there, Bill. But I like it. I like it. I like it as well. Speaking of twins. Yeah, yes, we're we're going to see. Uh, Extremely rare two-headed snake. I can't yeah, wait to see this it. is uh, this has actually made the news around here. It's very interesting. It was a, like it went viral like yesterday, so I figured we watch it today. So yeah, two-headed. Yeah, uh, this video is not great, but here's some like moving images. But there's also they they kind of just cut in some still images as well. I think to fill out the video, but yeah. Uh, give me a countdown when you're ready, Fro. I will. Okay. <laughs> He's like, I'm not ready. Continue talking. Yeah, me. <laughs> Luke can, can read my mind. Right. Okay. Uh, Are you ready? In three. Oh, I wasn't ready. Okay, now I'm ready. Oh. Okay, in three, two, one, play. Wow. It's so graceful. <laughs> it looks like he can barely move. Yeah. Uh, I want to go uh, to the left. No, I'm going to the left. <laughs> it does look like they're doing that. Aww. How would it even chase down prey? There's no way this could survive in the wild. No. No. Aw. 
nothing sad for it. Well, I mean, now that it's in uh, captivity, it'll probably survive. It'll probably be fine. I'm guessing. Yeah. I would be a cool pet, yeah. though. Uh, yeah. Give it, like, double the mice. Uh, yeah, uh -huh. would you? Or is it sharing that, a stomach? Yeah, that, Does Like, yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question, yeah. Say hi to your mom from us, by the way. Well, actually, they said hi to you before I got on, so. Mm -hmm. They like me. Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> he gets me in trouble sometimes with my folks, but that's another story for here. Not... <laughs> for another <laughs> podcast. Yeah, that's for another one. Uh, one I'm real quick thing that I saw just now uh, Elizabeth Warren says she will take a hard look at running for president in 2020 she said in an interview that after November, after the election she's going to see if she's going to run it's sounding like she's going to run is what it's looking like okay. from this interview so cool. interesting stuff but here's, but here's my thing like who else you know, on the on, on the Democratic side, would run. You know, would Hillary try again? Would Bernie no, try again? Bernie would, but I don't think she would. I mean, she said in an interview she would. She was definitely never going to run again. She said that in an yeah. interview we covered on the show at like yeah. a year ago or something. Uh, right. But she w is kind of all over the place doing press and doing all these other st things. So, mm -hmm. yeah, she she did Murphy Brown. I don't know if you saw saw that. Did you see is that, Bill? She, isn't she the star of Murphy Brown? Oh, wait, that's Candace Bergen. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of look alike. <laughs> Candace Bergen has had way more work done. I, like, way more. Yeah, oh, she's so different. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, have you seen any uh, TV shows since uh, yesterday, Look. Oh, yes, I have. Um, well, the first thing I did, I, I watched four episodes of Better Call Saul because I'm catching up okay. on that, because I think the finale is next week uh, yeah. sometime. Next week on third or next week on Monday? I think maybe. Can I, I be know. honest? Say, go ahead. I said, can I be honest? I hope so. Uh, I stopped watching it, and I don't know if I am going to watch it again. That's, what I, that's where I was at. I remember we talked yeah. about it. Like, I'd watched two episodes, and I was like, whatever, but... um. I think I'll get through this season and see if it, it's terrible. I might not watch the next season, but so far, Fro, it, the boring is just permeated itself through the whole, like, the episodes I've seen. Yeah. I don't yeah. know uh, if they're attempting that's... to make the most boring show possible and still make money, or what's going on with it, but... Yeah, that's what I've heard as well. Uh, is this the third season? Or the fourth? It must be the third, yeah. Right. Uh, but uh, it, the two, two first were so good, and I'm so disappointed in this. I, 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 like I said, I loved the show, and now I'm like... It's just so slow and boring is the problem. Like, there was a scene where it... the You saw the whole scene of him brushing his teeth from, like... The yeah. watering of the brush to the putting of the... To, and then he rinsed his... You saw the whole thing from start to finish. It's like... And it wasn't like he was talking with somebody or anything. There was music in the background and shit. You're like, I don't I don't need a whole scene of somebody brushing their teeth. You're just wasting time to fill space. Have you seen the show, Bill? No, but I do know of it. Right. It's the spinoff of Breaking Bad. Um, 
I think Fro would agree with me. If you're going to watch it in the future or whatever on Netflix or something, watch the first two seasons and then just get out. Yeah. No, it's 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 really good. Uh, it, and 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 I I was like, yeah, I really want to go with this. And now I'm like, can't even bother. I mean, I'm halfway uh, through the season right now and nothing's happened. So right. <laughs> yeah. That, that's the freaking problem. Uh, I watched uh, Saturday Night uh, Live uh, with Kane West as a musical guest and Adam Driver. Uh, uh, but my takeaway from it was uh, Matt Damon as Kevin. <laughs> uh, he was amazing as Kevin. Oh, okay. I saw a yeah. picture of it, but I haven't, I haven't seen any clips yet. I saw a picture of it this morning, though. Oh, I have it on my DVR, so it was so freaking hilarious. Cause I loved it. Cause usually, like, there are three episodes that I, cause I am an SNL fan. There's three right. episodes that I will stay up for, like beginning to end: the mm-hmm. season premiere, the Christmas episode, and the season finale. Last night, I was so tired, I could not stay up for the show. <laughs> oh, it's earlier now too, <laughs> right? <laughs> than it used to be. <laughs> You're just getting what old, though. Yeah. <laughs> I saw, speaking of getting old, Jersey Shore finale. Yeah. <laughs> Season oh, 2 finale, old. actually. Yeah. I oh, think... yeah. Didn't uh, somebody from that show divorce her husband? This uh, week? Oh, yeah. Uh, right. Uh, what's her name? Jen, Jenny. J-Wow. J-Wow yeah. divorced her husband this week, right? Yeah. Uh, it looks like from the end of this, they're going to be making a third season. It's called Jersey Shore Family Vacation now, so it's technically a new show. It's not the original Jersey Shore. Um, overall, I'd give this season a two. Wow. <laughs> Out of ten. That is amazing. Yep. It was great. Uh, the last thing I saw was uh, Drug Lords, uh, season one on Netflix. Um, I don't know I, why I haven't seen this before, but it's just gone out of my my things to, to watch list. But uh, I saw that season two just came out right, the other okay. day. I, 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 I don't know. But, uh, but uh, yeah, it is freaking amazing. It's about different uh, drug cartels and uh, interviews with people that were in the cartel, police workers. It's it's done extremely good. Uh, I will give it a seven and a half uh, uh, out of ten, season one. Those shows depress the crap out of me. I don't know why, but it's just maybe it's just me. They always but play them like at, really when MSNBC gets done with like their news week or Newsday, right. they'll play those kind of shows like Locked Up in Prison or whatever the yeah, show's but, called. But, <laughs> I, I think you should give it a chance. It it, it, it is different. It is a different like uh, that kind of show. Okay, maybe yeah. What else? Uh, I saw sick of it. Both episodes. Because uh, Fro recommended him to me yesterday. I didn't even know it was out yet, but I I really like Carl Pilkington. Um, yes, me too. Uh, are you a fan of Carl Pilkington, Bill? Never heard of him. Uh, from let's see, An Idiot Abroad, or what was the other show? Uh, the Moaning of Life. Oh, no, I can't say. Yeah. Can't say I've heard of him. 
he's like a okay. British, I wouldn't say comedian, uh, eh. actor kind of, I don't know. Uh, it, well, he, he's friends with Ricky Gervais, is what, what it is. Um, right. And he has his own show, and he, it's really, really good. I had a lot of fun with it. I went into hey, it going, so funny. <clears throat> I don't know if it's going to be great, because I've never really seen him in a legit acting role. You know what I mean? It's but usually he's playing his, himself. Right. He's playing himself. That's true. And but I'm yes. the, and the jokes are clearly written by him about things he Wrong. would say. Um, yes. And I it definitely I the part where, where he takes the uh, baby doll into the club <laughs> and he's like then he goes into the bathroom. Oh, oh it, very funny. Uh, I would totally recommend this show to you for uh, Bill. Uh, sick of it. Uh, it's a British show. It's on. I think it's uh, BBC, right? Right. All right. Yeah. I haven't watched anything more on TV. Uh, uh, TV? No. I mean, I watched a bunch of YouTube last night, but other than that, did you watch a movie since last night? I did. Uh, do you want you me do. to go first? I will go first. Okay. Because I saw Anon. What? Like. <laughs> Anon? Anon. Anon. A-N-O-N. Oh, Anon. Right, okay. Anon. 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 Right. Anon. That's what aliens do. They give you that Anon probe. But yeah, this is... Did you... Said you've seen this? I, I saw this, yeah. I did. Yes. Uh, it's with Clio Owens. Uh, uh, I, I saw this because you said uh, you've seen it. And it's a really sci-fi thriller. It reminds me of Minority Report a lot. If my uh, Yeah, I get that a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Except it's more in the future, but it's that's not that different, really. No, not really. But it, it it is a grown version of Minority Report. Saying that, it wasn't that fucking good. Uh, six out of ten on IMDb, thirty nine on Rotten Tomatoes, fifty four on Metacritic. I am more with Rotten Tomatoes than I am with IMDb. That's for sure. Uh, I will give it a four out of ten. Uh, I did not like this movie. Oh, okay. Well, I uh, think I remember saying it? I didn't like it either. <laughs> right. Right. Do you remember what you gave it? No, I'd have to. I'd have to really search through. I'd never be able to find it just that quickly. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, no. It it was. Uh, it's on Netflix. Uh, it's not made by Netflix, but yeah. Clive. I like Clive Owens though. I, it's just same. He plays the same character he plays in every single movie, so it's like yes, yeah. Uh, I saw a, show, a movie, um, Escape Plan Two, Hades. I've never <laughs> seen the movie Escape Plan One ever in my entire life. I have. Have you? Okay. Well, this. Yeah, I've seen both of them. Oh, did you? Okay. Well, this has yeah. St- Stallone in it. Sylvester Stallone. It has Dave Bautista, a wrestler. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Fifty Cent is in it. Oh, gosh. Jeff, Jesse Medcalf. Yeah. Uh, who else is in this that I'm forgetting? I know there's some people in here I'm forgetting. Uh, 
Arnold was in the first one, I think. Yeah, Arnold's uh, in the first one. Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay. But was Stal yeah. Stallone was in the first one as well, then, obviously. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, actually, the best actor in this whole thing was probably Batista, <laughs> to be honest. Yes. That's oh, really hard. To, that's crazy to say, but he's actually become a very good actor. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, kinda, I, I didn't really respect him that much as an actor until, I don't know, in the last few, like, year. Uh but overall, uh, it says 10% on Rotten Tomatoes, 3 out of 10 on IMDb. I myself gave it a 4, right? Yes, a 4 out of 10. Uh, some of the action scenes were alright. The dialogue was terrible. Special effects were goofy, just the goofiest. And this, the concept of the whole movie is the dumbest thing. I don't know how anybody could even try to think it up. See, the first one is all I have to say now. Well, I understood uh, everything about the first one. It wasn't. It's not like you <laughs> needed to see the first one to go to watch this one and understand no, what no, was no. happening. Right. No, no, no. Uh, the one thing I will say that choreography, the fight choreography for the kung fu scenes were pretty yeah. awesome. That stuff was the probably the best part of the movie. Um, but overall, it was a terrible film. The editing was also at points you're like, who? What the fuck's going on right now? <laughs> so. Bill, you have watched the movie this week because I, I, I did. I'm going to talk to you about this movie, so I actually know that you have <laughs> seen the movie. Yes. What uh, movie did you see this week? I I watched last night Team America: World Police. Um, and I were going to be reviewing that uh, in a couple weeks on Sharks Pond. Uh, this was the first time I'd seen it in a long time, actually. Like I I had seen it previously. Of course, yeah. Um, God, I don't remember the last time I saw it. So this was like my second time watching it. It didn't disgust me as much as I thought it would. Like, well, at least that one scene anyway, but... <laughs> did you watch the extended version or did you watch the... Uh... No, okay, because okay. here's the thing. Because on the disc, it, it says it's the uncensored and unrated version. Yeah. Oh, okay. And there really wasn't much uncensored or unrated about it that I could remember. I know, I'm the pretty sure there is, so is an extended version of the puking scene, though, out yeah. there. Like, uh, maybe it's on the special features of the DVD. Maybe that's where it is. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like, this is like the fourth movie I've watched in the last three weeks. Because I've been on, like, a movie binge lately. So this was like the fourth movie I've watched in the last three weeks, because like the other three I watched: Beetlejuice, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and The Jerk. Oh, okay, like all classic films for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen Beetlejuice in forever. That's one I should watch again. I probably haven't seen that in oh, ten so years. Good. That's yeah. a good one. That's a it real is. Good yeah. one. What you uh, what you give uh, Team America out of ten? I think I'd have to give it 8 out of 10. Yeah, it's really good. Because cause the storyline is really good. It's simple. Yeah. It's not complicated. Yeah. You know? um, yeah, I watched that movie yesterday as well. Uh, because we're going to talk about it. Um, and I, I haven't seen it maybe for a year mm -hmm. uh, or so. I... I, I I, I laugh of it every single time. It, it's definitely up there 
of the South Park Boys best movies. But here's yeah. the real question. Which one's better, Team America or the South Park movie? Oh, if I had to pick uh, the South Park movie. Yeah, I'd have to go the South Park movie. I, I think I agree with you, yeah. Yeah. But it's but not, team, but it's not saying that this is a bad movie. It's a no. good no. movie, you know. It's just, if you had to pick between the two, the, the animated movie's the better of the two. Yeah, I think it's got better jokes too. Some of the some of the jokes in Team America, to me, at least when I remember watching it, some of the jokes they they land flat for me. Some of them are hilarious, but in South the South Park movie, there isn't a not funny joke. So exactly right. Hey Bill, pick a number between one and one fifty six. Thirty eight. Oh my gosh, I was so not ready for this. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm getting it up. 38. Okay. So what we're doing here, Bill, is we have 156 episodes, obviously. Uh, well, 155. And I'm going to go to episode 38 and see what we covered that week of the show. Okay, here we go. 38. This would have been... Uh, what is this? Uh, June 29th of 2016, I believe. Yes. Uh, Brexit vote was in the news. Mm. We covered the Template Org, if you remember oh, that from. Yeah. It was the religion we found <laughs> through a woman on uh, Big Brother UK. <laughs> so yep. that was a crazy religion. Uh, what is this? SF Round 5. Oh, Stump Fro Round 5. I remember yes. that. Yes. Stump Fro, yeah. Uh, Independence Day Resurgence came out that week. Oh, fucking hell. Independent <laughs> Resurgence. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, and Brain Dead Episode 3, we covered that week. Uh, Brain Dead. Love that show. Hey, look, uh, Bill is here for a reason, not only to talk about TV and movies, but to talk about the worst thing in uh, a long time, uh, the Super Showdown UK... No, Australia. not really. Australia slowed down with it could the... be the UK for all we know. Somewhere, uh, where people talk of crikey, crikey mate. They don't even go to Australia. They just do it in Arizona and just like right. have some kangaroos there. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would know the difference. Uh, so uh, let's go through the matches and predict them. Alright. Why don't you list off the matches? Uh, who, oh, wait. You want Bill to lift off the matches? Or are you, are you going to do it? From? Yeah, sure. No, let's, let's have Bill lift off the matches. Bill, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. I got it up. Okay, okay so we're going to go in reverse order. Yeah, it's, saving yeah, yeah. the big matches for the end. Correct. Because, you know, no one will stay if we do the earth, the big matches and then go to the end. So, uh, First up, cruiserweight title match. Cedric Alexander against Buddy Murphy. I don't know who Buddy Murphy is, so this is pretty easy for me. I'm going with champion. Okay, I went Buddy Murphy. Uh, Buddy Murphy is Mr. Alexa Bliss. Ah. They're engaged, so. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with Luke. I think Buddy Murphy's going to win. He's in his home country. I... But all, all those oh, I didn't know times, that. 
Oh. Although sometimes they don't let the hometown person win, but I'm I'm, I'm going to give this one a shot. But we also have another person from that's from the home country in a match as well in a minute. So, yeah. actually, it's the next match. It is Asuka and Naomi versus the Iconics. Yeah, I'm going with the Iconics there. I also went I Iconics. I'm going to go Iconics. <laughs> I mean, what they're doing with Asuka here is like, I, I've said it before, they totally destroyed Asuka for me. I'm sorry. Well, you haven't watched in the last couple of weeks, but the stuff they're doing late, lately has the tinge of racism to it. Mm-hmm. It has. Oh, She's so like, I, I no understand English kind of thing. Yeah, it's really bad. Mm. I'm so happy I'm not watching. All right, next match, SmackDown Tag Team Titles, The New Day against The Bar. Ooh. Look. Uh, I said The Bar. I'm going to go with The New Day. Okay. Fro? <laughs> this is actually high, pretty hard. Uh, do I think The New Day is going to keep it? Uh, yes. Okay. I'll go with the new day. All right. Next match, Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. The winner gets a future WWE Championship match. I oh, oh I hope it's The Miz. <laughs> I look. I know that you're not going to say The Miz because you never liked The Miz. That doesn't mean I won't pick him. True. What do you think, Bill? You know, I think this time around, I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan because he's lost twice in a row. I'm, not, I'm counting the mixed tag match as well. Oh, I, yeah. think, I, didn't I think, think Daniel's going to win this one just, just to even it out a little bit. But I do think The Miz is going to still be in the title picture before this year's out. Singles match to determine the number one championship. And then we have what the championship match is. Uh, there. Wait, do we have a championship match? Yep, there? we 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 do have a championship match. Um, okay. we'll get to that one in a little bit. Right. Uh, next match is a. No, Luke, Luke needs to say what he believes. Oh yeah, right. Okay, uh, okay. I'll go with the Miz, I guess. Okay. Hmm. All right. Next match is the tag match we all wanted: John Cena and Bobby Lashley against Kevin Owens and Elias. <laughs> Nobody wants this. What, why don't you go first, Bill? I think this is pretty easy to pick here. I think it's right. going to be Cena and Lashley. Fro. Okay. I'm going to go conquer because uh, me and Luke needs to be disagreeing on something. Okay. You're going what? I'm going against Cena. Oh, you're going heels? Okay. Yeah. Uh, then I'll, Yeah, sure. Then I'll go... The other way. Bobby Lashley, Xena. Okay. Uh, Then we have the SmackDown women's title. Becky Lynch defending against Charlotte. Uh, I guess... See, I always say you can't bet against Flair, but she did just lose the title. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm going with champion as well. If you're going the champion, then I'll I'll go Flair. Okay. Just Um, to maintain my credibility. Alright, I'm gonna go Becky. 
because you know they have this all women's event in like four weeks so you know oh yeah i'll probably face there uh then we have a six woman tag match ronda rousey and the bella twins against the riot squad i know who's not winning the viewers <laughs> oh man is Liv Morgan going to be okay for this match? I have no idea, because I told Fro about what happened with Liv from last week. I, they they might have to change this up if she's not right. weird. Exactly. I mean, how long do you need to be out after a concussion? Because she definitely got a concussion. She got the shit kicked out of her. Yeah, she maybe looked- two weeks is like the amount of time you need to be out, so maybe that, that would be perfect, but I don't know. Um... If they keep it as a six-woman tag, I'm going to go Riot Squad. I think if they'll keep it a six-woman tag. I think they'll just add somebody to the Riot Squad if they need to. So I'm, But I'm still going to go Bella Twins and Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Luke. Okay. Then we have the WWE Championship match. This is going to be a no-disqualification, no-count-out match. AJ Styles defending against Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe needs to win here. I put Joe as well. <sighs> as much as I want Joe to win, I think AJ's keeping it. Really? I think. I mean, but if the, Joe wins, I'll be happy. I'll the, be happy. The thing is, we have uh, if Daniel Bryan wins, it's clear we need Bryan. him to go against. Joe, Joe, and yeah. then if Miz wins, then he's going to go against AJ. Like those are the right. clear options here because the heel face dynamic. Right. Right. So, if you're right, Bill, and they want to even the score, then Daniel and Daniel Bryan wins. Then it has to be Joe. But right. yeah, maybe they're going to change it up. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, then we have another six-man tag. Well, well, no, we have a six-man tag. We had a six-woman tag. Now we're in the six-man tag, where the Shield are going to face Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre. I know who's not winning on. Oh, I used that joke. Yeah, you <laughs> I, I have no interest in this match, and my favorite wrestler is in it. How is that possible? What did I put down? I put down Shield. I guess. Okay, I will go heels. Then. Okay. I'm. Ooh. Yeah, I'll go shield on this one. It, it's hard though. I'm only picking the shield because it's an international show. All right. Yeah. Okay. And then, the main event. <laughs> This is apparently the last time these two are ever going to face each other, (laughs) even though six and a half years ago it was the end of an era, even though we still don't know what end of the era it was. It was an era baseball cap. That's the part they leave out. Um, (laughs) Anyway, it's going to be The Undertaker versus Triple H. Kane will be in the corner of The Undertaker. Shawn Michaels will be in the corner of Triple H. Okay. Uh, Fro, why don't you go first this time? The Undertaker, I guess. Uh, Bill? Triple H. 
See, I said The Undertaker, but uh, should I be different? Let me see. Nah, I'll stay the same. We've got a bunch of differences here, so. All right. Yeah. Now, the show here in the U.S. Uh, starts at 5 a.m. on the East Coast, 2 a.m. on the West Coast. What? <laughs> yeah. So two of the three people uh, lit, uh, talking here are going to be asleep when this show starts. So, I mean, I might be able to catch the beginning of it if I stay up really late, but I'm not going to be able to get all the way through it if it starts at 2 in the morning. I'm not waking up at 5 in the morning for this show. No, clearly. I, I woke up at 2.30 for Wrestle Kingdom. That's a difference between that show and this show. I'm so happy about this. I couldn't be more happy. Two two Americans complaining about when the pay-per-view is. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, we are complaining to the wrong person here. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, yes, finally! But the pay-per-view know, I am go, going to watch live without complaining, sleeping. But, you, but for, mm. to, to be to be 100% honest with you, I wake up at 6 a.m. in the morning five days a week for a 7.15 job, and I only get two days to sleep in. I'm not wasting one of them on this show. <laughs> and, and I do, and, and like we talked about it, you know, after Wrestle Kingdom, I felt everybody, all of Europe's pain after that one. Like, I can understand your pain, so... Strangely enough, as much as I hate the Saudi shows, the timing works out really well for everybody. Oh right. yeah, I'm I'm taking off work that day for the Saudi show. Oh, okay. Well, I, 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 I don't know. It's uh, all alone though. Yeah, that's fine. I might be there for the beginning of it, Fro. I'll try to stay for the beginning, but then I'll probably pass out halfway through or something. So. <laughs> It's going to be a really long show, too. That's what I hear. I think it's like a five-hour show from what I heard this is going to be. Good God. <laughs> I'm so happy. Was that everything, Luke? I think that is Sunday in, in the books. Hi, I'm Margaret from the UK, and you're listening to Another Digital Citizen. It's Monday of this, uh, whatever this is. What is this, look? <laughs> <laughs> Crazy? I don't know. It's, uh, it's different. I've never heard anybody do this on a podcast ever. I think that's why we're doing it. <laughs> oh. You know what? I know it was my idea or, and everything, but I, I'm extremely happy that we're going to do this once. Once only, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is not something I feel... I, I, I will never, ever do this again. If we got... Uh, this is what I was thinking yesterday. If we got paid, like, mm-hmm. uh, right. $1,000 a month, would you do a show every single right. day? Or six days a yes. week? Yes. I guess I would, too. But it's still, like... It's stressful as fuck. For a thousand dollars, yeah. Thousand dollars a month, right? Yeah. But think about yeah, how many yeah. shows that is. That's twenty-four shows a month. Right. Yeah. No, it it was a fucking crazy day, and I I I think I saw it definitely today because today has been just one block of mess in my life. I just been busy with. And anything that doesn't have to do with the podcast, and then suddenly it's eight o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was like, "Oh shit! Yes, I'm supposed to to talk about stuff. I did 
today and thing I watched and and I was like, oh, I haven't seen the movie this uh, uh, since yesterday. Have I watched it on TV? Oh yeah, gosh, oh, <laughs> yeah. So it just feels like the uh, I'm 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 extremely happy that we don't do this every week. I'll tell you that. Yeah. But for a thousand dollars a month, we will do it. So if you have a thousand dollars, contact Luke. Right. I think it'd be a thousand dollars each a month, but that's fine. Um... Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yes, a thousand dollars for you and a thousand dollars for me. So two thousand dollars. Exactly, or sponsorship of some type for you know. Yeah, that would be fine too. Yes. Yeah. Okay, let's do the news let's as they say. You, Seattle judge uh, throws out fifteen years of marijuana convictions. A judge in Seattle has decided to quash convictions for marijuana possession for anyone. Per, uh, per, persecuted in the city between 1996 and 2010. Uh, anyone prosecuted in the city? Oh, okay. Well, what about the people that got pro- prosecuted in between 2010 and when? It, well, I guess it would be 2016, I think, is when uh, Washington State no, came, legalized it, marijuana. It came legal in 2012. Oh, okay. I I thought I thought it, it says, was it says, later than that. All it right. says their it says their possession of marijuana became legal in the state of yeah. Washington I'm seeing that. I didn't realize. Man, yeah. time flies by when you're living in a state where it's legalized marijuana. <laughs> when, when you're high, yeah. <laughs> time, time flies by when you're high. That is actually true. <laughs> Should be the slogan. <laughs> Uh, official estimates, it says that more than 542 people could have their convictions dismissed by mid-November. They say the city should take a moment to recognize the significance of this court's ruling. They're also attributing this to um, city attorney Pete Holmes asked to take a step in the right direction. Uh, The right... To right the injustices of the drug war that has primarily targeted people of color. Uh, a total of 30 states in the U.S. now allows uh, for me- use of marijuana for medical purposes. Washington State has been legal for medical since 1998, even. So, wow. legal uh, recreationally since 2012, but since 1998 they've had medical. Uh, yeah. Across the U.S., marijuana trafficking arrests are falling, according to U.S. government's own figures. That's kind of doesn't have anything to do with it, but this is from BBC News, so they're talking about it like from another country. So, but it it, it is interesting that uh, uh, those two years is not in there between two thousand and ten and two thousand and twelve. Why isn't those two years there? Uh, yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's just a step. Like, maybe the plan is to then, uh, maybe it's easier to get, like, get people out that have been in jail for a really long time, as opposed to they've only been in there for a few years. Maybe that's what they're running into, uh, as far as having problems with the the prison, uh, 
industrial complex. You know what I mean? Maybe they're because I that is a thing. They want uh, the prison industrial complex wants to have a certain number of people in their jails because they're making money off of those people. So that that could be part of it. Right. Uh, some Tesla news. Uh, Tesla stock soars uh, as Musk taunts the SEC uh, with tweets. Um, he tweeted uh, a naughty by nature song. That's right. Uh, and it looks like Tesla stocks are up by more than 16% today uh, after Elon Musk uh, signed a deal with the SEC over the weekend. Uh Monday's gains erased Friday's 14% plunge after the SEC filed its lawsuit on Thursday. So they've gone... A, they were at one... I don't know. It looks about 307, and it plunged insanely over the weekend, and then on Monday it went back up above that to like 309, 310 uh, mm-hmm. dollars. So yeah. That didn't hurt him at all. That, or as far as Tesla goes, that that whole thing did not hurt them one bit that we were talking about yesterday. No, I thought it would, uh, and it's kind of strange to see the market uh, be so positive about the news because I would think getting rid of uh, Musk as a CEO would be the uh, wrong move. But it seems like it. Oh, they isn't. got they got rid of him as the chairman. He's still the CEO. But right, I guess the whole idea here is now they trust it more, or they they trust the company more because he's not there, and that's why the stocks went up. Does that make sense? I guess that's what it is. It has to be what it is. That there's more trust in it now that he's gone. But it's strange. It is strange. It's strange. The stock market yeah. is strange. I think. <laughs> Yeah. You have any stocks, by the way? No, I don't. I think it's kind of a, what? a racket in a way. <laughs> right. If you had, uh, let's say, oh, a thousand dollars, that's a good <laughs> number. I don't know where. If I had a thousand dollars to buy stock. <laughs> yes. What would you invest it in? What's a good thing right now to invest in? Um. I would want to say, like, uh, some type of uh, energy source, like a like wind yes. wind turbines or like a yes. solar or something like that. But solar is kind of hurting right now here in America because of Trump's yes. Trump stuff. So mm, I don't know. Yeah, it, it is kind of uh, it's it's kind of interesting because. Uh, I would invest it in dark matter. I don't know if you can do that. I don't know if that's on the stock market, but... Uh, oh, oh, yeah, you can, because scientists uh, now can pinpoint where it is. Oh, they found it. Okay, scientists pinpoint yeah. where dark matter is hiding in the universe, it says. Uh, there's a huge amount of matter in the universe that we can't directly see, but scientists tell us it's there, known as dark matter. They know it's there because of gravity. Because its gravity tugs on stars and galaxies around it. Um, now, by studying where the lens lensing appears in the sky, an int- international team of scientists have released a detailed 3D map of this dark matter. And it shows 
uh, let's see. It shows six, six what? Six G. I think that's G Force, maybe. I don't know. By analyzing galaxies, six galaxies. Okay. Oh. No, it's years ago. Six G's years ago. Hmm. I wonder what that is. Oh. It's like okay. It has to be more than a million. Whatever G G stands for. Million, billion, uh, gazillion. Gillian? I, don't, I don't think gazillion, gazillion? is a, a real number. <laughs> <laughs> I want a gazillion dollar. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it shows kind of like it. you can see the very like uh beginnings i think that little dot there that they're outlining in yes. 6g that's like the beginning of it and then 3g years ago there's a whole lot more of those uh light parts is so it's grown over those years is what it's looking like and the scientists figure out precisely how and where the dark energy uh operates in space Richard said in a statement our map gives us a better picture of how dark energy how much dark energy there is and tells us a little more about its properties and how it's making the expansion of the universe accelerate. So th it also has to do with the expansion of the universe. I guess dark matter is causing that. I did not know that. That's interesting. Mm. I, it, it is kind of strange. One of my uh, most uh, beloved TV shows, and I think it's extremely underrated, is, is uh, Fringe. I don't know if you ever saw that no, TV I didn't. show. No, no, no. Uh, um, it's made by the lost guy. I think. I think most of it went. Uh, and they talk a lot of about dark matter. Uh, and I was thinking about how many movies and TV shows dark matter has been in. It's a lot. <laughs> it is. Well, it's, it's a very lot. it's a very mysterious thing. Uh, I guess it's a little less right. mysterious now that we now that the people have actually mapped out where it is but it, it especially in the last what well since it's been found it's a, just an incredibly mysterious thing and even the name itself is a little ominous so using it in a script i can understand because it just works well in a script just because of the name right yeah right talking about things that's a little strange and scary and uh, grinning skull astro is set to whiz by earth i love that there Whiz by. Mm hmm. What is that another term? Whizzing? Whizzing by? Go, going by? In Norway, do they not say whizzing? Or I guess, well, obviously they don't no. say whizzing, but there's no word for whizzing no. by? Okay. I, I've never heard this termination before. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah, this is the first time I've hear, I heard it. Is it like comes by? It's like going really fast past somebody. Or something. Ah, Whizzing past. Okay, so. Yeah. so if I've passed by me, by me, I can say, oh, look. Whiz past. past. Yeah, exactly what yeah. you would say. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, yep. okay. It says here, an asteroid shaped like a grinning skull is set to pass by Earth on November 11th. Um, mm -hmm. And they've got a picture. I bet, obviously, it's not a real uh, picture. No, but it's, a, it's illustration. Uh, yeah, it or like, like animated a... illustration, I guess. And it definitely it looks, looks like, like a, a creepy skull. Yeah, it does. Kind of looks like Snoke from Star Wars. 
I think it's funny uh, with uh, because this article is from Live Science and they go like, better late to the Halloween party than never. Waka waka. <laughs> Uh, the asteroid was first discovered in 2000, or 2015 uh, within 300,000 300, miles of Earth right on Halloween. Uh, oh, it will be 300,000 miles, uh, 486,000 uh, kilometers of Earth. Uh, right on Halloween, according to NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory. Right, okay. The asteroid's next flyby will not be nearly too close. It will pass by 24 million miles away from our planet. Uh, that is a quarter of the distance from the Earth to the Sun. So it's this is the first time it's going to be so close since we found it, I guess is the thing. So. Yeah, and I think it uh, approaches Earth in 2082, so... Then uh, you and me, we will not see it until, and if they haven't discovered a youth pill. Oh, uh, or we get put into some kind of, I don't know, robot body or, you know, something like that. <laughs> so what is this video? Uh, there's a little description down here. Two Japanese robots have sent back the first ever video images from an asteroid. This is a different asteroid, but... 280 million kilometers away from Earth, Japanese space agency JAXA released a 15-frame clip uh, days after Hayabusa 2 spacecraft deployed the rovers on asteroids. The asteroid Ryugu surface after 3.5-year journey. Aimed at understanding the origins of the solar system, the mission will return with samples to Earth in 2020. So this is the first time we've ever had a video off of the surface of an asteroid in the history of ever. No, it isn't. No, no? it isn't. That, that is, no, that isn't true. I saw it in Armageddon, and <laughs> I also saw it in Deep Impact, so that isn't that, true. That's right. Bruce Willis was the first yes. one to do it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I don't think this has any sound, but we'll go ahead and describe what we're seeing. So go ahead and give us me give me a countdown, bro. In three, two, one, go. I'm just seeing the sun. I think is that what that is? That's like moving. Yeah. And and it looks like we're like set on a piece of coal. That's it. Does kind of look <laughs> like a piece of coal? Yeah. <laughs> yes. But it just looked like the, you see the sun, and it's kind of moving how the sun would. Uh, during the day on Earth, just kind of uh, you know, right, right to left, and but it looks like a giant, rocky, terrifying—I don't know—hellscape. I guess would be a good way to put it. <laughs> yes, hellscape would be a good way to put it. Uh, have you seen? Well, no, I'm not going to ask you that because we're going to hell uh, hear Trump telling the truth about something. Uh, what is it this time? Getting through better or worse. This is Trump and Trump tells the truth. I have also talked about this a little bit before, how people think that voting for a team means that the other team is going to get punished after the election is over and they're going to get some special treatment. That never happens. Conservatives in Norway is always like that, like saying to me, yeah, you're going to get a lot of worse after this election is over. But really, if shit happens to me, it probably happen to you too. 
I have lived for five, six years under a conservative government in Norway. I wish it was another politics, but I'm not broke yet, and I still have a lot of better in, and a lot of people are poor. But again, you're gonna have to do something when you to about politics. You also gotta fight for the people who don't like you. Yeah, I know. It's not hard. It's hard. But people who are in states and people to call you things, you are strangely enough their people to you have to govern them too. And you have to govern them with such of respect. Yeah. They treat you like shit, they talk like you like shit. But you cannot be a politician who's gonna punish people what they what they did. Well, look like if you got six sixty percent of the world is then don't like you. You don't try to make politics to punish those 60% of the voters. You don't. That means not even you're a liberal, not a conservative, or something in between. Well, here in Norway, you have a lot in between, because there are not two camps in Norway. There are a lot of camps. Being a politician is hard. And everyone who goes through the election cycle find out the day after the election is then when the hard work begins. Believe me, it's a lot of frustrating days. You always like one that during election one that savior, that special idea to bring people together. But elections are like a marriage. On a wedding day, it's perfect. But believe me, it's a reason why people say live together in good and bad days. But for believe me, it's gonna be a lot of shitty bad days. You gonna throw your documents in the fucking floor, floor or through the window or just burn them. You're going to go to meetings who's fucking boring. And you're going to feel inclined to that your team sometimes don't always do what you want them to do. And, well, you can... And you don't want to vote for them. You don't want to support them anymore. But it's not always a great party. Even if you vote Bernie Sanders, it's not going to be a, a fantastic party all the time. He's going to do things also that you don't always agree with. And... It is not always going to say what you think is what is on your mind. People, when it comes to politics, are too selfish. It's all about them. But it's not always about you. It's all about a lot, a lot bigger picture. And I hope after the next election and any election in the future that people can start to see that picture better. This is what Trump, Trump tells the truth. Have a nice day. That was uh, Trump telling the truth. Uh, I've seen a lot of TV. Uh, you've seen a lot of TV. I want to talk about you because you <laughs> have you have not. Uh, I have not seen you. It. Yeah, <laughs> you haven't. I seen haven't me. seen <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's on its fourth episode uh, this week. It is really good. I think I I really want you to give this a chance. Look. Uh, okay, I'll write it down and see if I get to it tomorrow. I'll, I'll try at least one episode. I, I want you to give it a chance, and I I want you to go into it thinking, oh, fucking, I will hate this. I think that's a good way to do it. So okay. Because I, um, I, I love the book, and I, I thought... When I I for, first uh, it was the case that it was going to be uh, made by Lifetime, I think it is. 
and uh, it is made by Lifetime for ABC or something, and now it's going to be moved to uh, Netflix after it's done airing. Okay. So people on Netflix can watch it. And it's, it, it is this year's biggest surprise for me because my ex- expectations were so high, uh, high in a good way. I, because I love the book so much, I was like, oh no, they're not fucking going to destroy the book, are they? And I think I think this is the best uh, TV show made from a book ever. I think it follows the book so extremely good. I'm I'm surprised of how good they they done it according to uh, the book. But then I saw that Caroline Kepnes that wrote the book is actually also a producer on the TV show. So mm. okay, yeah. What do you mean? Mm. So you? No, I meant. Mm. Oh, that's a good thing. Oh, I see. I, I, I thought you meant that uh, she, she's in. No, no, no. It's a good thing that she's involved. Oh, okay. I see. I, I, because then she can bring out what she thought was important from oh. the book into right. the TV show. Right. Well, that won't, I mean? that won't matter to me because I haven't read the book. No. So I, I, know, for, I know. For me viewing it, that is not going to be an issue. <laughs> right. Right. But for me, that was such an issue. So when I saw it, I was like, oh, no. And then I loved it. I, I fucking loved it. I, I really do. And it's uh, definitely uh, some a good cliffhanger from episode one so I think you will watch uh, at least two episodes alright we'll see uh, I don't have too much to watch tonight on TV actually so uh, yeah maybe uh, let's see mm-hmm. what else what I, I watched uh, what should I start with I, I guess I'll just go to Big Brother UK have you been watching Big Brother UK I have uh, what do you think of? I wrote I wrote a note here. Bitcoin task equals Big Brother US. <laughs> yeah, uh, they stole that. But uh, well, I mean, also... I think they're just they're trying to reinvent the show a little bit to make it a little different. So that because they're getting canceled, uh, to right. try to get picked up. Uh, do you think it's working or do you think it's not working? Uh, I think the, the character they picked this year is so good. So, so, uh, no, I mean the Bitcoin task itself, like the, the, do you think that works with the show or do you think it knocks, not, it's like hindering the show? No, I think it works. I think it works. I think the one part where they had the ball pit task where they're supposed to run into, (laughs) and like, it was clear that these, like in an, in an American big brother, everybody would know exactly what you were supposed to do. But in this, they were like, right. the one guy's like grabbing ball, uh, the things from somebody else's lane and all these things. You're like, okay, they'd have no clue how to play these kind of games, I guess in the UK, but, right. uh, what else did I write down about it? Uh, the evictions have changed clearly after, yes. uh, the one guy went out, the most recent guy, um, the Lewis, Lewis, yeah. He's the guy who is, you know, digging up all the drama in the house, and he get, right. gets kicked out. It's, I don't know, this year, for some reason, the audience has decided we're not going to keep in the people that cause all the drama anymore. It's very strange. Yeah. It's really strange. Because that's kind of been 
uh, a part of Big Brother UK. Right, and I don't think that it's is... a change of the show. I think it's a change of the no. the public. Yeah, it's very I, strange. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And is your favorite? Oh, my favorite. Uh, uh I uh, honestly, I like the tall, nerdy guy, like the blogger. Yeah. Or the vlogger, yeah. I think it is. Vlogger. Um, did they kind of out that guy? <laughs> uh, kinda. Yes. Okay, I was kind of like, that's kind of a jerk move, Big Brother, to like, yes. just straight up yeah. out the kid, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, they didn't, he didn't outright say it, but it's very clear, right? Oh, it's extremely clear. Uh, and then, the other thing I wrote down is Thomas's strategy of the Bitcoin task. He's hilarious. <laughs> Do you know what? I, 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 I can't stand him. <laughs> I think he's hilarious though the way he's going about it he just like he's totally game playing and everybody else like right. well, at least until recently didn't even realize how hard he was going at the gameplay right but he's such a I don't usually use this word for, for guys but he's such a drama queen uh, well yes he is for sure yes <laughs> I think he has but, a yeah. chance to win, though, because I think people are going to oh, yes. really like him. So yeah. Yes, yeah. You're either going to love him or hate him. That and is I'm for sure. Of, I'm one of those that really don't like him. I, 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 I knew that he was going to be controversial inside there right away. And especially when he gets uh, some of the tasks that he especially got. It feels like they are kind of... <sighs> I, I'm not going to use the word pampering, but it's like they're kind of pointing to him, like, "Oh, look at this! Look at who's winning!" Uh, it's uh, Roman Reigns syndrome. Oh, really? <laughs> I okay. Feel, I I feel like they they kind of like they they trying to make him out to be. They're trying to make him a specific character. Right? Yes, yes, yes. I guess maybe he just is that character. I don't know. Could be. I saw the season premiere of Family Guy, uh, season 17. Uh, I was not a big fan of season 16, and I thought to myself, I will give this a chance. And they kind of pooped the leg for me. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not super interested anymore, uh, even though this was uh, Brian's story. Right. I like the Brian story, but it's it's like it is the same jokes over and over and over and over again, and it feels now like I feel like it's it's the same fucking thing over and over again. Like I said, so it's time to go. Know. Yeah, put it out to pasture is what you're saying. Yes. Uh, I saw Bob's Burgers episode one of the new season was uh yesterday, and. Mm. Still very good. Fro hates the show, but, you know, what are you going to do? I don't hate it. I don't like it. <laughs> I think those are the exact same thing, but that's no, fine. No, 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 it isn't, because there's there's shows I hate with a passion right. where I get like, oh, fucking hell, I will never watch that. I hate it. I don't like it. It doesn't mean that I will go out of my way not to watch it. 
I mean, the only times I don't like it is when they have to go. They like to go into these like musical montages, and I, I'm yes. not a huge fan of that. But they they do it like sparingly. It's not in every episode or anything like that. So I don't I don't mind it. But I do like a lot of the um, actors who do the voices, and I think the joke writing is, uh, you know, top quality. So I like it in that respect. Uh, what else did you see? I saw last week tonight with uh, John Oliver, uh, where he used the whole episode with kind of a uh, thing. So deal, yeah, okay, yeah, that was really, really interesting. Yeah, I looked at the news today. Not really much on the, that whole situation uh, as of yet, but they're just still waiting to see what's going to happen with the FBI thing. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, and then the last thing I saw really, I, I watched. I mean. I think, oh, one, two, three, four, five? No, four episodes of Faulty Towers. Ah, love yeah. Faulty Towers. I just needed something to turn on while I was cleaning. I was, like, you know, vacuuming and cleaning up, folding laundry and doing those kind of things. So I had it on in the background. So episode three through six of Faulty Towers. Very good show. It is. Uh, and I did some of the same, but I did uh, watch The Circus. Uh I I never was into the circus when it was on because I didn't want to know any more about Trump and the election. But now that is over, I I can go back and kind of huh. look at it. So I didn't ever hear about on, this uh, in the circus. Yeah, I, d- I have no yeah. idea what this is. Oh, it's uh, three uh, journalists that follows the uh, election. Okay, and we follow them. Ah. Uh, and it's really interesting. I am in the middle of season one. I think they are on their third season right now. Yes, yes. So I downloaded the first two seasons, and I'm in the middle of the first one. That is actually 26 episodes. Uh, so I I was watching. I, I ha- had that on my ear because I don't really need to watch it. <laughs> And I'm on episode 18 oh, uh, okay. when 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 I started that podcast. Yeah. Okay. That's the last thing I watched. And you didn't see any movies yesterday? No. I saw a movie. I didn't. I think you've seen this movie. It's a Disney movie. It has mm-hmm. Oprah in it, and it's called A Wrinkle in Time. <laughs> I have watched this shitty movie. It was <laughs> bad, boy. <laughs> This movie was bad. This is one of the worst movies this year. Uh, there was some green screen stuff in here where I was like, "What did was this done by a four year old? What's on an iPhone? What's going on here?" They spent one hundred and thirty million dollars on this film, and yeah. it made one hundred and thirty three million. Or 132.7, actually. So it made $2.7 million after they spent $130 million on this garbage. What? What? Yep. Uh, I guess it's about... It's a, from a book that had all this stuff to do with, like, bi- the Bible and Jesus and all this stuff. And you yeah. watch, there's nothing, none of that in the uh, in the movie. But uh, overall, i give it a uh, three. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I think I gave it a two. Okay. Yeah, two point five three somewhere in there. I mean, there was one <laughs> guy the the guy who plays the creepy. Um, 
I don't know. I, I want to say uh, kind of Candyman. The guy at the beach with, like, the crazy Bye. hat and, like, the red eyes. That was Bye. an interesting uh, character and costume and everything. Some of the costumes were just stupid. Reese, Reese Witherspoon was awful in this Reese movie. Yeah. Uh, and how bad was Oprah in it? Uh. Right, but, I mean, she's not even really an actress, but she was terrible as well. And the dialogue, oh. like, the stuff written for her was, it was so just bland and boring and stupid and, like, uh, they didn't add anything to the dialogue. You you can't say that she's not an actor, because then you haven't seen The Color of Purple. I mean, she acts the fuck out of that movie. I haven't seen that movie. You haven't seen The Color of Purple? No. What? Really? Mm-mm. Wow. That surprises me a lot. That's an amazing movie. It is what it is. I mean, yeah. Wow. Oh, I haven't seen the color of purple. Well, uh, let's do another digital review of Night School. Oh, Kevin Hart. A lot of I Kevin wonder, Hart. I wonder if Kevin Hart is in this movie. I call this the big black machine. Lisa, you're the best thing that ever happened to me. Oh, a race joke from Kevin Hart, so original. Do you smell gas? A little bit. Came out, but I was nervous. That's just a quick one. Oh, no, that's... um. I got 13 degree burns on my ass. What? 13 degree burns? I can see you being a stockbroker like me. Yeah, that's not possible, I think. Well, I don't know. I like that guy. He's funny. I don't... What, what was he in that I'm... Some TV show that I'm just forgetting for some reason. Okay. Are you using a black voice? No, I don't hear color. All right, let's do some introductions. My name is Karen. I'm here to make a little extra cash so that I can afford this warrant that this I got. This looks so fucking stupid. Welcome to night school. This book is okay. Night like school. That's the whole concept here. Now I get it. I didn't understand that from the title. Really? Well, I, di I didn't know exactly what it was supposed to mean. Was, was that a joke? Making noises no. like that? Wow. So generic. Making noises. That, that's how you make jokes. You just go... Bro, that's comedy. Oh my god. So he starts the movie with a really nice car, and by the end of it, it's all destroyed. And then my guess is right at the end of the movie, he gets a free car somehow. Or it breaks down, because that's funny. I got learning herpes. I got the For some reason. Wow. You did the black voice thing with him? It's not a black voice, not a black voice. You don't remember when you was in that meeting, you was like, we gonna get it lit up in here, this meeting lit. It was very. I don't know what to think about this movie. not kept it. Well, I know what to think about this movie. It looks fucking atrocious. Uh, what is this okay. Oscar-nominated movie all about? 
look. This is definitely going to win an Oscar. I can already yeah. tell from yeah. from this. Teddy Walker is a successful salesman who likes. T- Life takes an unexpected turn when he accidentally blows up his place of employment. Forced to attend night school to get his GED, Teddy soon finds himself dealing with a group of misfit students, his former high school nemesis, and a feisty teacher who doesn't think he's too bright. And they all end up together at the end of the film, of course. Kevin Hart, Mm -hmm. Tiffany Haddish, and Winters in this film. 5.6 out of 10, 31% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, not extremely good. No, not, not, not looking great. I mean, I didn't have a huge problem finding shit about this movie, but uh, let's begin with you from Facebook for once. Right. Uh, it's. I mean, there were less, because usually we do this on Wednesday, so there's a lot more comments available than on a Monday. Yes. Um, but I did find a few. Uh, just a couple short ones. From the Facebook, Queen Shaka says... Way funnier than I expected. I got a happy Gilmore vibe from it. Uh, I just came home from the theater. I rated a B plus. Uh, the trailer didn't do it justice. So I guess keep that in mind. Uh, but happy Gilmore vibe is that a good thing? Was that really a good movie? <sighs> at the time, it was good. I liked it at the time. I mean, if yeah. you're yeah, but that was at in the nineties, right? Or I think it must yeah. have been in the nineties. Yeah. Uh, Quincy Mosley says, uh, directing and editing is bugging me the hell out. Feels amateur as hell. Maybe it's just me. Uh, maybe it's just me, though. And then the last one, Jeanette Condy says, This movie is really funny, but with some serious issues as a teacher. We face today, uh, an adult with learning disabilities, teamwork, morals, and no shortcuts to success. Oh, she must be a teacher. So she took offense at... That this uh, didn't take teaching seriously. <laughs> right. Uh, Sharon K uh, on Rotten Tomatoes gave it a three and a half stars. Said, "Test of a good movie. Do you enjoy it? It makes the marks. It was light-hearted and kept me laughing through it. The acting wasn't superb, but who cares? It was about the comedy. This is ninety-eight more percent hilarious than." crazy and she doesn't say it the right way uh, because the movie is crazy rich asian she calls it cray rich asian which had yeah cray cray uh which had one funny line i don't understand or agree with the love low score of night school i also found (laughs) found uh, half a star by Ambiguous Gun K. Dangerous movie that percepts blacks into intellectual inferior stereotypes. Inferior. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's not really a call for me to make, I guess. Nope. What else came out this week? Let's see, I, I'll start, I guess. Hellfest came out. This poster for this movie looks kind of interesting, actually. Yeah. Does it say The Walking Dead at the top? Is that Can you say that? Is it copyrighted? I don't know. Uh, tagline, The Walking Dead. It says here, on Halloween night, three young women and their respective boyfriends head to Hellfest, a ghoulish traveling carnival that features a labyrinth of rides, games, and, maze, and mazes. 
they soon face a bloody night of terror when a masked serial killer turns the horror par- horror theme park into his own personal playground. 40% on Rotten Tomatoes is what I'm seeing. Um, directed by Gregory Plotkin. I've actually heard of him. Starring okay. Amy Forsyth, who I've heard of. Rain Edwards, never heard of. And Bex Taylor Cloth. That never is heard a of him. good name. Fantastic good name, though. Bex Taylor Klaus. Yes. Yeah. Uh, also coming out this uh, week uh, is Little Women. Uh, from girl playing in the attic to woman playing living with purpose. The March sisters, Meg, Joe, Beth, and Amy, are always committed to supporting Shelling, uh, each other's. Uh, when Joe moves to New York to pen a novel, her editor challenges to write something much more interesting, her family. When tragedy brings the sibling back home, sticking together takes the whole new meaning as Joe tries to comfort Beth when she gets sick. Uh, this is directed by Claire Niederbraum. It got uh, 4.4 out of 10 on IMDb. 35% on Rotten Tomatoes and 2 out of 5 from Common Sense Media, of course. Our favorite organization. Yeah, great. Is this based off the book, Little Women, or...? Maybe. I don't know, yeah. I, I uh, never read read the Little Women. Um, it has Lucas, Gabriel, Sarah Davenport, Ian Bowen, and Leah Thompson. Okay. Last thing we have here is Smallfoot animated film. Uh, Migo is a friendly yeti whose world gets turned upside down when he discovers something that he didn't know existed, a human. He soon faces banishment from his snowy home when the rest of the villagers refuse to believe his fantastic tale. Uh, directed by Carney Kirkpatrick. That's a pretty fun name as well. Six out of, 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb, 68% on Rotten Tomatoes. So super close to each other there. Mm-hmm. Uh, 4.2 out of 5 on Facebook. Pretty high on Facebook, actually. Wow, yeah. Starring LeBron James and Channing Tatum. Yeah. Uh, obviously voice actors. And Zendaya? Am I supposed to know who that is? No clue. Oh, it's got James Corden in it. It's got Danny DeVito in it. It's got Common. I like Common. Oh. He's really. He's actually a very good actor. Yeah, uh, he is. But these are people that are all doing voices, so. Yeah. So, out of those uh, four movies, uh, which one would you watch? This is kind of tough. It's in between, for me at least, in between Smallfoot and Hellfest. Yeah, I'm going to go to see Hellfest myself. Oh, are you? Okay. Yes. Mm. It looks super cheesy, like B, super B, B movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, like I honestly that. would probably go see Smallfoot before I saw Hellfest, so I'll say Smallfoot. Okay. I'd see both oh. probably, but if I if I was like if there was a movie with two theaters and then it was like which one do you want to go into, I'd probably walk into Smallfoot. Okay, look. Uh, I think that's it. Hello, this is Tron from Norway, and you're listening to another Digital Citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's a Tuesday. 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 Hi, everybody. Tuesday. Yes. Uh, outside, be... there's autumn in Norway. Autumn? It's summer here autumn. in in October. It's a little crazy uh, right now. 
crazy weather here. They say it's an El Nino. I think that's what they're breaking, the, or at least their reported uh, reason that it's so hot here right now. We're going to have a weird winter. So, but... so it has absolutely nothing to do with global warming? They, that's what I think saying? El Nino probably has something to do with global warming. So... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, somebody d- decided to turn the uh, switch off uh, in Norway the last uh, week. Uh, they suddenly decided, oh, let's make it autumn. They're like, and oh, it's, it's Norway. Suddenly... Let's turn the Norway switch yeah. to, to the <laughs> yes, Norway setting. Yeah. Right. Yes. Oh, there, uh, it's it's one of the, those commercials that we're going to look uh, uh, on later where they suddenly turn up the Norwegian-ness because they're uh, coming people to visit us. <laughs> right, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's uh, some uh, good Star Wars news outside. Out now. Star Wars, uh, right. Outside? Outside? <laughs> it's right outside your door. It's Well, I guess it could be if, it, if it's in a newspaper and they delivered it in the morning. It's possible it could be outside. Me, me speak, not come. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars The Last Jedi. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Star Wars. We saw this, right, Fro? Yeah, we did. It was shit. Right. I gave it a two. I saw it pretty recently, and I um, I wanted to avoid all the hype of it. Remember I had even said yeah, that when I was yeah. talking about it? Right, so. But and we, I, we hated I, I think it. I, saw it I, I think I saw it the first week of it coming out. I didn't like the first, uh, like the, the first one, <laughs> in this new trilogy, tri- I should say. This is the middle of the new trilogy. I didn't like the first one. I thought I would give this his chance. I've heard it was so much better. Right. It was not. It was so much worse. Uh, it right. was so much worse. Exactly. But apparently we were wrong, Fro. And everybody online oh. that was saying that this was a terrible movie because, of, you know, the dialogue and the right. acting and it being a repeat right. storyline of another Star Wars movie, were all wrong, Fro. According to this oh. article, Star Wars, The Last Jedi, negative buzz amplified by Russian trolls. All right. Oh, oh okay. Russia. We were just tricked here into thinking it was a bad oh. movie. Even though we saw it with our own eyes, we were tricked. Shame on us. Right. Our eyes tricked us, Damn. and also Russians. Our Russian eyes, bro. <laughs> uh, an academic paper finds that half of the criticism aimed at the movie was politically motivated. Uh, according to a new academic... Pa- uh, right. The researchers, uh, Morton Bay... Uh, ma- wrote a paper titled Weaponizing the Haters, The Last Jedi and the Strategic Politization of Pop Culture Through Social Media Manipulation. Uh, it examines the online response of The Last Jedi, a movie that is has come to be considered contra, uh, controversial among the larger fan base of the franchise. Uh, Bay suggests the reputation may not be earned, and instead he finds evidence... This is what he wrote in his paper. He finds evidence of deliberate, organized political influence measures disguised as fan arguments. Uh, the likely objective of these, of these measures is to increase media coverage of the fandom conflict, thereby adding to further propagate a narrative of widespread discord and dysfunction in American society. Uh, persuading voters of this narrative remains a strategic goal for the U.S. alt-right movement as well as the Russian Federation. 
So it was the alt-right and the Russians that made us think we hated this movie, not that it was a bad movie, bro. Okay, so get it right. So I see your overall 50.9% of those tweeting negatively about the movie were likely politically motivated or not even humans. So over 50% of people that didn't like this weren't people. So, so that means it's either you or me that is not human. Right, I don't know. I think my eyes, I, my eyes must have uh, come out at some time, and they, the Russians <laughs> replaced them. And now I think what I see is a bad movie, but it's not a bad movie. I don't know. Why do people think we are this fucking stupid? <laughs> I, I don't know. It really is the like most ridiculous. Like we thought the vi- well, let's see the video. There was the video game. We thought that was really stupid. Uh, right. And then. A few other things uh, that were like, okay, this is just dumb. Why would anybody think this would affect voting? Right. And now we're getting to the point where it's like, even they're suggesting that <laughs> Disney is under attack by Russians. <laughs> right. I, I I feel like uh, it's it's kind of like this. Like, is no other Russian working with anything else in their society because? Uh, like there's nobody driving buses or or making food to people or cleaning toilets it seems like all of them is sitting on on the internet trying to destroy the, all all the others because like they, they 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 have the time to do a lot of shit according to all the newspapers that's yeah I'll, i mean they would say it's because of the bots bro they just have all these oh, bots out the bots. there putting out Things that say, uh, you know, dialogue is wooden, and uh, they just, it posts it up, the bot does, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, from one stupid thing to someone that's even more stupid, Lindsay Lohan, uh, with her 6.8 million followers. She uh, uh, has this uh, Instagram live video where she approaches a family of four uh, that was believed to live on the streets of Moscow, but it showed out that it was Paris, by the way. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. And it says, uh, she says, Hi, everyone. I want you to show you the family I met, a certain referee family that I'm really worried about. They really need help. And then she goes, You want to come with me? Come with me. I'll take care of you guys. And, <laughs> what? And that speaks... sounds creepy as hell. Yes, yes. Then she speaks to the little, uh, young children, saying, Do you want to stay in the hotel tonight? Do you want to watch movies? Do you want... It would be so cool to watch movies on a TV or a computer. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she's filming all this. Like, she thinks it's, yes. like it's going to make her look good. <laughs> like, it's going to make yes. her look like a humanitarian for doing this. It's... Oh my gosh, so delusional. And then she turns to the mother and she says, you should not have them on the floor. You should be a hardworking woman. You should uh, be doing what you can for your children so they can have a better life. Does she know what a floor is? Aren't they outside? (laughs) (laughs) That's called the ground, Lindsay. guess, Guess what? The family turns her down and they go to walk away. And guess what Lindsay Lohan does instead of 
thinking, oh, they don't want to talk to me. Right. She follows them. <laughs> oh my gosh. She follows them. Okay. Then, <laughs> looking at, at the live broadcasting still, and she says, look what's happening. They're trafficking children. <laughs> They're trafficking children. I won't leave until I take you, she adds. I think that is trafficking children, taking children yes. from their parents. I don't. I think trafficking children to her, I think, is just walking down the street with a child. That's and then she had, yes. children traffic. Then she had, That's what she thinks it is. Then she adds, "Now I know who you are. Don't fuck with me. You're ruining Arab culture by doing this. You're taking these children. They want to go." And she says, I, I'm I'm with you, don't worry. The whole world is seeing this right now. I will walk forever. I will stay with you, don't worry. <laughs> so she really thinks that, that she looks good in this video. Like, she looks like the good guy. Yeah. And, the, and she is like, also apparently adds, don't fuck with Pakistan. What? What does that have to do with yeah. anything? I thought they were Syrian refugees. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And she tells the, the family, I'm Italian, I'm Irish, I speak Russian, I speak Arabic. Okay. Ay, ay, ay. And then all the, uh, the, she's, she's trying to grab the, uh, the kid and the mother. <laughs> she knocks <laughs> Lindsay Lohan down. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ay, I mean, we knew the lady was had gone a little out there but this is just <laughs> delusional at this point she needs to find some help clearly oh yeah oh what was it you you said something uh, uh about cloning when you we were talking about oh right uh, remember we did uh we did celebrity cloning yes as like a conspiracy theory maybe this is yes. her celebrity clone and something oh, went yeah. wrong in the cloning process and so her the brain is all scrambled you know what i mean like yeah. it didn't quite come yeah. out right uh, out of the photocopier it got a little smudged or something so we have an update on something we talked about before uh, the nobel uh, scandal uh will you take us through the update we have sure uh jean-claude uh Arnault, uh, the man at the center of the Nobel uh, scandal, uh, is jailed for rape. Uh, Stockholm court sentenced the husband of the Swedish Academy member to two years in prison. Uh, mm -hmm. In a unanimous verdict, Stockholm district court sentenced uh, Arnault. Is that right? Sure. Uh, the husband, uh, which awards... Uh, right. Uh, to from the husband of the Swedish Academy, which awards the world's most prestigious literary prize to two-year prison. The judge said there was sufficient evidence consisting mainly of statements during the trial by the injured party and several witnesses to convict the defendant of one of two counts of rape, which he had been charged. So he, one of two counts. Uh, da, 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 the verdict came at the start of the Nobel Prize week, uh, shortly before the yes. award for medicine was announced. Uh, his lawyer told local media his client would appeal if convicted. He said his client strenuously denies all charges against him, describing them as a witch hunt based on fundamentally flawed evidence. Uh, 
that kind of sounds familiar to something happening here in America. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it is. It has uh, interesting parables, and I think it's on Friday the Nobel Peace Prize is going to be given out. So, we'll I know there was one given out today. I believe it was some science. Science yes, award science was today, yeah. but I think on the Peace Prize is on a Friday. If I don't remember incorrectly, it's always the first Friday in uh, October. October I think. Okay, so yeah. we'll cover that next week, probably on the news. Yes, probably. I think it is. Don't don't take my word for it. But I I know I, this is I the seem... week they start doing it. So chances are, yes, no matter what day it is this week, we're covering it on the news next week. So right. Uh, searching for Planet X, scientists discovers distant object billions of uh, miles beyond Pluto. Uh, at the very edge of our solar uh, system, scientists have discovered new extremely distant objects billions miles of Pluto, as I said. Even more interesting, the object uh, has an orbit that has hints of even farther out, out super-Earth. Or larger Planet X that could be lurking there. And we've talked about Planet X before. All right, we did it as a main topic a long time ago. It, yes. it, it must have been two years, or even more, maybe two, two and a half Please. years ago. And at that time, we covered it, and we had determined from all the evidence that it was ridiculous and that it was just a conspiracy theory. And two and a half years later, we've covered it in the news multiple times. More and more evidence keeps coming out as this being more and more true. It's very strange. Yeah. To, like, really, we had our mind set that this was a conspiracy theory. And the more yes. we do research, the more it's like, wow, this is turning out to be true. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 kind of weird uh, that it's been so proven. And we, we were so... Um, but I, I guess that's one of the the benefits of science that we we move in the right direction, or whatever the, the correct direction seems. You don't if you right. you don't just say, "Oh, I was right," and then just deny the evidence. You go, "Oh, there's new evidence. I guess I was wrong," and you just accept you were wrong. That's just how it is. Yeah, that's that's what we do. So we have a video as well. This. This week, uh, it's Trumpy Guy again, of course. Okay, this video might take a second for me to get up because it's uh, it's not our normal YouTube videos. I just gotta make sure there's no anything weird on here. But right, Donald Trump in a press conference, of course, uh, on Monday mocked a reporter. Uh, this was Salisa Vega of ABC uh, that we're gonna be. So, oh, okay, I got it up here now. You got it up? Okay, I'm ready. In three, two, one, play. Yeah, go ahead. Sure. Oh, a little loud. She's shocked that I picked her. No. Like in a state of shock. I'm not thinking, Mr. That's President. okay, I know you're not thinking. You never do. I'm sorry? Oh. No, go ahead. What? Go ahead. In a tweet this weekend, Mr. President, you said that it's incorrect to say you're limiting the scope of the yeah, yeah. FBI investigation. What does That's that what have to do from. with Fred? I don't mind answering the question, but, you know, I'd, I'd like to do the trade It has questions. to do with the other headline in the news, which is the Kavanaugh I know, but, I know, but how about talking about trade, and then we'll get to that. We'll do that a little bit later. Do you think the trade, Anybody have a trade? Do you Go think ahead, your trade please. deal will pass through Congress, sir? Uh, I think so, but, you know, if it doesn't, we have lots of other alternatives. But I do think so. I think if they're fair... Which is a big question, but if it's fair, okay. the Republicans love it, uh, industry loves it, our country loves it. Uh, if it's fair, 
it will pass. I think it'll pass easily, really easily, because it's a great deal. I mean, NAFTA passed. It's one of the worst deals I've ever seen. Inconceivable that it was made. Fair question. Any other questions Thank in trade? You. I'll get back to you on the other I, questions. I'd like to go forward with my Kavanaugh question. Let's do that later. Wow. Okay. So that's what uh, people were really mad about. I think the obviously the part people are really upset about is the beginning part where he says, or she says, I'm not thinking, Mr. President. And he says, you never are. that's okay. I know you're not thinking. You never do. Yeah. Now go ahead. Go ahead. And then she asks her question. What do you think about it, Fro? I think it's a stupid moron, but I I don't know. I I think I think uh, he doesn't like press, and he knew probably that he was going to get the Kavanaugh question. Right here it says Trump would not answer Vega's question at first, and also refused a question from another female reporter, Katie Collins at CNN, on the subject. And a lot of people are saying this was misogynist towards her because they were they were seeing this as he was saying you uh you never like she she says I'm not thinking and he says you never do they were right. taking that as he meant as a woman as a woman you never yeah. Yeah. but I took it as as the mainstream media right you never think right so I guess it's depending on uh your bias and what you're seeing, what you want to take out of it, but I'm pretty sure he meant the mainstream media. I'm not trying to defend Donald Trump, but I don't think he, this was meant to be uh, a misogynist thing in any way whatsoever. I don't know. What do you think? No, not really. I don't think so. I, I really don't think The media is so. definitely trying to construe it that way, so I don't know. <laughs> mm. I, I, I think that's a little disingenuous for them to do that. Have you seen any uh, TV the last 24 hours? I have seen some TV. Well, I watched the second episode of Magnum P.I. Did you see that? Yes, I did. It's still good. Uh, yeah, still good. So, main, uh, you know, you never know. You can get to the second episode and everything can go, do go downhill because of, like, you know, it could be a pilot. Yes. And the pilot could, could could be good and the rest could be bad or, or vice versa. That's why we always do two episodes and you're out. Yes. Um. But this maintained quality. I, I'm, are you getting any more used to Magnum as this guy as Magnum? Yeah. No, no, I don't. me neither. But I have a feeling that maybe by the end of the season I'll be a little more used to it. But I, you know, I still like the crime stories and the uh, the whole feeling of the show. I think they did a good job of. So I'm happy with it. I I I, I had fun with it. That's that's what I I I said, and I will say it again. I really and this storyline in the second episode felt like a classic Magnum yes. storyline, where yes. like it seems like he, he's going into one investigation and ends up going into some other investigation. That's very classic Magnum, so I enjoyed that. Uh, I watched uh, more episodes of uh, The Hunt for Trump uh, tapes uh, with Tom Merrill, episodes two and three. Um, okay. It's still interesting. I think it's it's funny, and uh, I met his wife uh, for the first time, and she she goes like, "Yeah, I had to Google him." <laughs> first time I met him, I've heard some bad things about him. <laughs> huh? Yeah. <laughs> so she was really honest. Uh, that was kind of funny, but yeah. Uh, <coughs> 
I, I, I really like this. I, I do. It's it's the best Weiss show I, I've seen, but <laughs> I don't like Weiss usually. Yeah, so. well, it's gotten really bad, yeah. <clears throat> it's basically BuzzFeed now. Like, yeah. back in the day, it was all right, but Vice has basically become uh, what, uh, R-rated BuzzFeed, is what I would call it. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I, I forgot I was going to do a... A story, a TV story before we go on here. Yeah. So let me get this up real quick. Have you heard about this Black Mirror Season 5 to release a choose-your-own-adventure yes. episode? I heard that. Uh, I thought that was interesting to mention on here because we've done choose-your-own-adventure on this very show. For a while we did it. Uh, this is going to be an interactive episode where you get to choose-your-own-adventure and create... I'm, I'm wondering how this is all going to work. But I've never really watched Black Mirror, but this I would actually go and just do for the novelty of it. You know what I mean, Fro? Uh, Black Mirror is really uphyped, if you ask me. <sighs> okay. I mean, I've heard both that people really love it and other people really hate it, but most people that hate it, they hate it just because it's creepy and they don't like creepy things. Uh, people love it. They love creepy things. So it's like, it's you're either on one side of the fence or the other. I think. Uh, but you're, would you say you're on one side of the fence or the other, or you're right in the middle? Uh, I'm right in the middle. But but the thing is, like, I I feel it was really hyped up, uh, and and that is one of my main problems of it. That it okay. was what so... about a choose your own adventure TV show? What do you think about that concept? Not, I like... Just get rid of Black Mirror. Imagine it's some other show. Yes, I would, you... love, yeah. I, I would love that. It's just you Black don't think Mirror. it's too gimmicky? You know what I mean? Like it's no. definitely a gimmick. No. Okay. It kind of. I don't know if TGIF back in the day. Every year uh, on ABC, they would do this week uh, or one week uh, on a Friday where the, all the shows would be 3D. You remember this? Right, I do. It kind of reminds me of those kind of gimmicks, just yeah. in a new day and age where we're on the internet. But uh, Okay, is it my turn to do TV? Yeah. Right, I saw Raw last night. I sent you a little clip of Raw. Did you I watch, did watch that? that? Yeah, they were... Did you hear the crowd? Yeah, I was happy to hear that. <laughs> right, the crowd in Seattle went crazy... Uh, for the well, Kevin Owens Elias cool. segment, they yeah. were mad as hell about this. It was at, it was just cheap heat. He was just talking about the yeah. local basketball team or whatever, but I guess they were really upset about that. I guess it's a very sensitive subject in Seattle. But uh, was it any good? Yeah, not really. I mean, that was the best part. That's why I sent it to you. If I was, that would be the part. If I was going to say watch it, that most of it was just, uh, you know. Uh, the tag matches that are coming up at the pay-per-view next weekend, it was singles matches with those people. Very right. simple stuff. And then the very end was um, Undertaker came out and did a whole thing with Triple H and Kane and uh, Shawn Michaels. And that, that that that's what went off the air. So the only thing that was really fun was the Elias Kevin Owens stuff. Okay. Uh... But uh, to be honest, I'm not gonna, yeah. I won't tell you what exactly happened, but... From kind of how I know WWE booking working, it's looking like Triple H might win. Okay. Yeah. We already cool. did predictions, though, so whatever. Yeah. Who cares? Uh, uh, what else did I watch? I didn't really watch anything else. Okay, I only saw one other thing. I watched the first episode of You. Yeah. 
I did. Um, it, the show is is very well put together. Um, yes. The first episode, it's very clear they made it for a different channel because, yes. well, at least the episode I saw, all yeah. the cuss words are all bleeped out and stuff. Yes. Yes. Which is just very awkward because it's like they clearly made this for maybe HBO or something or online or something. And then they went to ABC is what you said it was on? Yeah, something like that. Right. And so uh, they had to bleep out all the cuss words. They didn't right. just edit around them or like reshoot the scenes or anything no, like that or like redo dialogue. Was, uh, the thing is like this, this was made for someone and then they found out someone else wanted it. That was the problem. Right, so they had to bleep out all the cuss words instead right. of just reshooting stuff, which I get, I don't know, it would have been hard to reshoot stuff probably, yes. so who knows how long ago it was made, but overall, I don't know what the t- big twist at the end you saw was, because I didn't see this big twist that you're... Oh, it was in episode two, I forgot. But, but, uh, oh, it was yeah. in episode two, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, episode one... It felt like if this, I know who this show was made for, and if you want to be more afraid of men and social media than you already are, uh, go ahead and watch the show because that'll do that for you. Mm, it isn't that simple, but yeah. I no, I'm just so. saying that's who the, the show is like. It very much like centric about uh, who is a every man in the show is terrible. Is there one man in the show that's a good? person yes <laughs> but but i won't spoil the book <laughs> right okay i see uh it's just not yet because i've only seen one episode but right. they portray every but every man is the most horrible person in the entire world and also that social media is just there for people to um creep on you that's what i got out of this episode i don't know do you understand what i'm saying though I, am, I understand i don't disagree Right, but overall, it was a very well-put-together show. I thought it was a very interesting concept for a show. Um, kind of reminded me a little of Dexter. Uh, yes. Cop, like, a little bit, but... Yes. I wouldn't say copying of Dexter, but it very much uh, had the feeling of that. And uh, overall, I'd give it this episode a six, I guess. It's above oh. average, but it's yeah. not my kind of show. Will you watch episode two for me? No, probably not. Oh... Please? Uh, maybe for next week, but I'm not going to watch it tonight, because I have other things to watch tonight. Please? Really, please? <laughs> no? Okay. Okay. Uh, maybe I will. Uh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll get it run to it for next week, because uh, I might as well watch a second episode if you're saying that's where the big cliffhanger is. So, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I got to the end of the first episode, and I was like, yeah, no, no. I... Uh, did Fro just misunderstand yeah. what happened in this episode, or what? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm. A, you were off by one. It's fine. Off by I one. Understand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this was kind of yeah, getting to know stuff. Uh, the, the one thing I really, really love about this is that it has a narrative from somebody that. You follow Joe. I don't. I know you're not supposed to like him in in the first episode, at least, because fuck, you would like Joe. But it is kind of like I like Dexter in a way, so I kind of understand that. You, you, he's anti. Except I don't. See, well, at least from the first episode, he's not doing any. Like Dexter was like Robin Hood, where it was like. He would kill the bad guys only. He had like a right. code and everything. Right. This is not that. There's no. That's, he's that's the Robin that's Hood. That's why I'm saying 
worship so. <laughs> I don't know. Then you're saying it's going to end up. What, at least from what I'm hearing here, in, in my knowledge of how storyline works, you're saying this is going to end up like a uh, Fifty Shades of Grey scenario, where uh, the person that you think is the terrible person ends up being the greatest ever that she falls in love with, and it's like. I didn't like. I don't like that concept in Fifty Shades of Grey either. No, do, do you know what? I think Joe is more complicated than that. But uh, uh, I think I think that's one of the things that I like about this show is that uh, it's it's progressing him as well. Uh, I mean, he is creepy in the first episode. I mean, I mean the way he he finds her and the way he has. His conversations about him, but oh, the other problem. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. But for example, in episode four or three, I don't, uh, I don't remember three or four. Uh, uh, there is the sex scene that is the end of the show. That is one of the best sex scenes I have ever seen in my life, and I was so happy that I that they brought that from the book and into. The TV show because I th- I thought they wouldn't do it, and I was like, "What the fuck? They actually did it." <laughs> I feel like you're being blinded by Caroline Kepnes a little bit here in the show because mm. you like the book so much. Because there are certain things about the show that were not great, specifically uh, the windows of her uh, apartment. Right. That's a very integral part to this first episode for everything to work in the story right. who just masturbates and has sex in front of an open window on in the <laughs> middle of down downtown new york she does i know but it's just this is dumb nobody does this she would be arrested for indecent ex- exposure <laughs> she does yeah but yeah, no. yeah stu- that part was just stupid to me it doesn't mm. that doesn't work okay. in a real life scenario let's move on uh, have you seen a movie i have Okay, yeah, let's make this quick because we got a long main uh, yes. main topic. So, uh, yeah, the only thing I saw that this week or today actually, uh, yeah, or yesterday, it was a documentary called Two Catalonias. Mm-hmm. It's about the Catalon Catalan uh, vote for um, secession. I guess was, is what it was. Right, and it goes into the whole history of it and how. It goes all the way back to like the 1400s, the separation of the Catalans and the Spanish, and talks all about how uh, o- over time it went away, but then something happened in 2008 uh, when the crash happened and this distrust happened with all the governments around the world, and that's what caused this whole separation. And then the whole giant protest and crackdown by the police, and they went into all that. Very interesting. So a lot of stuff I didn't know about the situation, but um, and it also is very unbiased, covers both sides pretty well. So I'd recommend checking it out. A lot of subtitles because it's interviewing a lot of people, you know, who are speaking in Spanish. So right, I don't mind that. Yeah, but I would give it a seven. Cool. I already... pretty standard documentary to be honest. Yeah, I saw uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, I liked Ant-Man. It's an okay movie. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was better than most superhero movies. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's in a good origin story. And and to be honest, this builds on that. It's, it's, it's not super fantastic uh, Deadpool number 
too fantastic, but it's still good. I recommend it. I would give it a seven and a half. Cool. All right. Yeah. Main topic time. And this is going to take some time because we're going to watch some shitty commercials. Because that All is. Right, but they're only 30 seconds, so it should yes. be, those should be pretty quick, but. 30 uh, seconds to a minute, I guess. Yes, because this is our worst commercial ever tournament. Right, and in the kind of the qualifiers were it had to be on YouTube or some or Vimeo or somewhere where the other person could actually physically watch it online, right. and it had to be in English. Um, didn't have to be American, just had to be in English. Right. Yes, and I actually found some that wasn't uh, uh, American, and I was happy. <laughs> so the first one we are going to watch is uh, a good one. Uh, it is uh, a Thanksgiving sale uh, commercial. Right, and we're going to start this at like 10 seconds, if that's okay with you. Because this was off their YouTube page, and so they were posting up the commercial that was on TV. So at the beginning, there's 10 sec seconds of, hey, here's it's our commercial, whatever, this is that. So. Okay. So go ahead and give me a countdown whenever you're ready. And I, I need to uh, get to the 10 seconds just hold on. Right, okay. Right, this is from Outrageous Audio. This is actually a local car uh, car stereo place in Portland, Oregon, Fro. So okay. I watch these commercials all the time when I was living there. Um, and I've actually been to this store, and I've met really? this guy, Fro. Yes. Is he nice? I've actually bought speakers there. He's all right. Yeah, I mean, he's um, he's much more subdued in, in person. <laughs> I'll say that, but let's listen to the okay. commercial whenever you're ready. In three. Two, one, play. Outrageous audio. The day after Thanksgiving is when it all begins. For three days only. <laughs> we open at 5 a.m. on Friday, so you better get here early. Outrageous audio. 50, 70, 90%. 90%. Off. So many CD players. Yeah. Input. 90%. Car alarms at 37. 1500 watts. Sells what made him decide to go? I need to say. When I say the prices. You have to print out a ticket to get in. Solo 50 is for you don't need a ticket to come in. Wow. Oh, I got my pacifier in right now, bro. Bumpin', bumpin'. Stop everything! The first 1,000 people with tickets will get 12-inch subwoofers, radar detectors, speakers, car alarms, flash drives, gift cards, and more. All Outrageous audio. You must have a ticket and three cans of food to get in. All items limited to stock on hand. Sale starts Friday, 5 a.m. and Sunday, period. Outrageous audio. There's one speaker. That's the stock on hand. That's the part they leave out. Super secret. Why would you wait in line for socks? Why would you wait in line for socks, Luke? Okay. So good. And that's going against DFS Rockstar. What is this from? Yeah, this is something I... I found I was I was searching for worst commercial ever and I found this. Okay. Yeah. Are you ready? I am ready. In three, two, one, play. Tell me what you want. The DFS sale. <laughs> what is going on? The people dancing on on sofas. In front of like a green screen, they're yeah. like not. There aren't. How are those? How is that kid standing on a not real sofa? I'm confused. Oh, grandma's got moves. Yeah. It is so crazy. 
it's cringy. That is what? very cringy. But guess what, Luke? I'm voting for yours. Okay, I was voting for mine too. He's just so over the top and ridiculous. I'm, I mean, this is bad, but yours, <laughs> yours is is definitely, definitely, definitely worse. Then we have Campbell soup. Okay, yep, Campbell's chicken noodle soup. Uh, this commercial is the first. It was from 1995 for Campbell's chicken noodle soup, and I remember this from 1995, bro. And I, this is like one of the reasons I was like, we should do this. And I didn't know if I was going to be able to find this commercial or if it even existed online when when I suggested the topic, but um, I was able to find it. And I remember seeing this commercial and going, damn, that shit's racist. (laughs) You know what I mean? So go ahead and give me a countdown. In three, two, one, play. Campbell's chicken noodle soup. Soup to commercial. Kids love Campbell's chicken noodle soup. Pass it down. And now we've added 33% more chicken. So now there's more to go around. I never knew there was chicken in this soup. Campbell's. Mm-mm, better. <laughs> Mm-mm, better. Right. It seems so innocuous and so um, just like a normal commercial. But then you really think about it. Why are there no parents there? Right. There's the whole chicken thing. And then they don't have enough food that the little kid has never known that there was chicken in the soup? I know. <laughs> uh, this is really, really racist and unintentionally racist, I think. Well, it's going against Oliver Jewelry Cashman. And he has a music video, and uh, we're going to watch that music video. Okay. Are you ready? I am ready. In three, two, one, go. Hello! I'm Russell Oliver, and I buy your used jewelry. If you have gold rings, gold earrings, I'll give you cash. If you have diamonds, what is his accent? I'll give you cash. I don't know. I love gold. Bring me your old gold, and I'll give you cash because I'm the cash man. (laughs) (laughs) He changed his suit. Look at all those ladies. Right, it's definitely. Not American money, so this is definitely from somewhere else. It looks like Australian money, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, something like yeah. that. It's, it's so fucking awful. The cash man! Cash man! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now I have to vote for mine. I understand the underlining things, but it's not awful. Mine is awful. Uh, this is a hard one for me. Mm. But I'll go with yours, because that is pretty awful. The Campbell Soup one is really racist, but it's it's just, uh, it's hidden. It's, it's, uh, it's undercover it's racism. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, then we have Head On. Apply it directly think, to, to your forehead, Luke. I think anybody in America who lived through the 2000s knows this commercial. I don't know if you had this commercial, uh... In Norway or not, bro? This, this is the only, uh, I was so close to picking this. I was okay. like, I I was like, okay, oh gosh. Uh, this commercial should... was on so much on cable television during the you know mid two thousand <laughs> to two thousand ten that like I I actually remember physically muting the TV at times just because this commercial <laughs> was on. Okay, let's play it in three, right. two, one, go. 
Head on. Apply directly to the forehead. Head on. Apply directly to the forehead. Head on. Apply directly to the forehead. Oh my gosh. Stroke. Head on. Apply directly to the forehead. Head on. Oh my gosh. No. Head on. Apply directly to the forehead. Head on. This woman must be the most hated woman in the world. Oh. From the makers of Head On. Introducing Activon. Arthritis pain? Activon. Apply directly where it hurts. Activon arthritis available at Walgreens. Oh, awful. Oh, jeez, yeah. <laughs> it's just the repetition of it that's so bad. Is really yes. what it is. But yeah. that's like, you know, it's just adver. That is classic advertising. It's just like repeat, 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 and get it stuck in somebody's head. I don't know if it ever works. I've never bought Head On, and I've seen that commercial a hundred times. So right. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, when we were doing this, you said to me, maybe you can find some Norwegian commercial. And I found one Norwegian commercial that I don't like that is in American uh, language. And it's about America, funny enough. Uh, okay. So let's watch it. Are you ready? I am ready. In three, two, one, go. It starts with saying... America, just, America like the movie. just like the movies. Okay, yeah, now we're in New York. New York. Clearly, Everything is quiet. everybody's just everybody's just sitting around. For some yeah. Reason. Mm -hmm. Everybody's like standing still. Football players are all just hanging out for some yeah. reason, not playing football. How you doing? Everybody on the street is staying still and... because they're waiting for. Airplane to land. The Norwegian airline lands and then everybody yeah. starts doing stuff now. Why? Wouldn't they wait for the people to get off the plane? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. This it's just like being in a movie. Yeah. See, right after that commercial, they both got mugged when they turned on <laughs> It's so fucking stupid, but uh, you you are uh, you're winning definitely. Head I think on. Head On is definitely worse than the Norway commercial. The, the Norway commercial is actually Norwegian. a little bit funny. It, yeah. Oh, you're right. The Norway Norwegian airline commercial, right? Then we have uh, Lamsel Digger. Are you ready? What is uh, this? Yeah, let me. This is a commercial I remember oh. from. I don't know. The, I think gotta be the 2000s and I just remember okay. I, I this commercial made me self-conscious of my toenails even though there's nothing wrong with my toenails <laughs> okay let's watch All it right. in three two one go oh hey hi I'm big hi. don't mind me I'm just a dermatophyte so this gross monster of some type he just ripped off somebody's toenail oh. Uh. Oh. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that is so gross that is so fucking gross why would anybody buy this product 
I don't know. That works through the bloodstream to target and attack the infection at its source, underneath the nail. In fact, underneath the nail. nails in just three months. Oh, just in three months you will get healthier nails. Look. Yeah, so good. Just in three fucking months. Other side effects including headache, diarrhea, indigestion, and rash were generally mild. Headaches, diarrhea, or indigestion, but you know, those yeah. are if you want clean nails, you gotta go through those kind of things for us. Yeah, for three fucking months. <laughs> exactly. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yes. The part uh, where he rips off the person's toenail is really the part that's just like, so it's, it's gross. It's gross out. It's not even cr it's gross out cringe. Not like cringy right. cringe. Yeah. So I found another Norwegian commercial. Uh, this is for something called Flux, and that will be uh, translated as Lucky. It is a scratch lo uh, lottery that is really known in Norway. Okay. And uh, we will see their fucking stupid commercial about having being lucky. Okay. Are you ready? I am ready. In three, two, one, go. We say her. We have to adjust the solar panels. We're inside. Where is Yuri? Yuri, we need you on the computer. We're inside a big, uh, what do you call it? Space station. I want two ideas. This is racist. Whenever you're ready. Whenever you're ready. Okay. Yes, shit. And he puts it out. Okay. Shit in space. It goes to her. This is this is against every fucking law of physics. Yep. Look at um, that shooting star. I say. Because the shit was burning through the sky. Yeah. The world is full of Lucas signs. Instant <laughs> scratch lottery. How fucking stupid is that commercial? It's kind of funny, actually. No, it isn't. <laughs> I think it's it's a little funny, bro. Oh, it's so fucking stupid. But uh, you win, definitely. I'm still digger. Oh, ew. Oh. It is creepy yeah it i don't is. know who thought that was a good idea but it, it might have worked i mean for some people because like i said when i was younger i remember i was in i was running track at the time and so mm. in between when you, you're wearing your normal shoes and when you go to race you change your shoes to and i remember thinking about that commercial being like whatever 16 or 17 year old kid who was like affected by this commercial thinking there was something wrong with my toes when there really wasn't yeah so we have the semi-final Outrageous audio against Oliver Jewelry. Look, this is like first. two of the same. They're two kind of local yes. commercials that are really bad. Yes. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and pick mine, I guess. Uh, why? Is that it's a mine? little more over the top and a little more bombastic and ridiculous? Yep. I agree with you, actually. Okay. Uh, I think we'll. Uh, I'll try just that audio. Uh, we have to remind the listeners that we we don't we don't prepare this. So me and Luke uh, agreeing is just that we actually agree. Uh, right. Sometimes we will have to kind of like talk it out. We've done that before, but this right. is only the second time we've done this. So hopefully we won't disagree on the next one. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be a tough one, actually. Oh, that is really uh, bad. Yeah, but uh, no, I think outrageous audio just wins. By a little, a little, because it's a little more over the top. 
Yeah, and ridiculous, right? Yeah. And uh, you, who would want to wait in line for socks, bro? So, yeah. who would? Uh, I think this next one is pretty easy, but that, that's me. Um, it's head on against Lamsell Digger, but I will let you go first. One's really gross and terrible because it's a commercial for some kind of drug that makes you shit yourself. Right. Uh, the other one's really annoying, and, and also for a drug, I guess, in a way. So, hmm. I'm going to go with... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Lamisil Digger, I guess? Yeah. Uh, that's my, my pick as well. I, I think it's really easy. Uh, though head-on is extremely irritating. Extremely irritating. Extremely irritating. <laughs> extremely irritating. <laughs> I, I I do think Lancel Digger is worse because that fucking scared the shit out of me, that commercial. <laughs> and then the end part where they're like, uh, also for three months you might shit your pants yeah. and could go blind and, yeah. But now we have the final outrageous audio against Lancel Digger. This is pretty hard for me. Okay, yeah. To be honest, I think I've made my decision. Okay. You I have to go first. Yes, okay. I, because I I have I haven't. I think this is uh, the hardest. I'm gonna go with Lamisil Digger. Why is that? Why is that I the worst commercial? Uh, I think the people behind it are worst. Is number one. So mm. it's a giant. Uh, yeah. Drug company right. who's selling this drug that's clearly not good for anybody, uh, or and this is this commercial is not good for anybody's self esteem either. And outrageous audio is a local commercial. This was a commercial that was all over the country, mm. so it did it it went to a out out to a lot more people. I don't know if that that actually counts towards if it's bad or not, but mm. it's also it, just gross. It is gross. Ah, this is hard for me. But I, 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 I buy your point with uh, at least outrageous audio is local. At least it's not something you can buy everywhere. Right, okay. Lamsil Digger you can get everywhere. And it's. Uh, I'm sure that it has been played more than the outrageous audio. Oh, on many more channels. Many, right. many, many more channels, yeah. So, I agree. Our winner is Lamsel Digger. Okay. Congratulations. It was a terrible commercial. I was not, yeah. kind of not expecting it to win. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. It's a really gross commercial. I think the yeah. part that really puts it over the top is the ripping of the toenail yeah. off. Yeah. Do we not need to talk more about that? All right. Okay. Everybody's gonna have <laughs> dreams about it now. <laughs> okay. I guess uh, that's uh, Tuesday. Do you have anything? No. I guess uh, that's it. We're just gonna cover Manifest tomorrow and do TV and news and everything, and then uh, that'll be the week's show. So last day. Hi. This is Bill, and you're listening to Another Digital Citizen. Wednesday. Last day. Look. Hi, Luke. Hi, Fry. Everybody. Yep. Last day. I'm already anticipating the question uh, that's going to be asked. Why didn't you put these all out day by day? 
you know, put out the Friday show on Friday and so forth and so on. Yeah. That would have been a lot of work. <laughs> That's why, because I would have had to export it a show and load it up online every single day. And this way, I just have to do it once. That's why. <laughs> and and we thought it would be more funny to have it in one. And it would be longer. And I don't think yeah. any, I've never heard anybody else do this. I've heard people put out yeah. shows once, uh, one show oh, yeah. a day per every week, but I've never heard this before. So, no, like recording, but putting everything out. I I'm uh, maybe more excited to hear this episode back than I have ever been in other episodes because when we usually do the podcast, I have it fresh in my mind. But because it's been so many days we've done it, right? I don't remember what was funny the first on day Friday, the, right? Yes, or what yeah. like what news we covered or anything. There's like snippets right. in my head that I remember, but I haven't I haven't listened back to those days either. I'm gonna have to listen back to them once I load them up. Yeah, yeah. So you have some fortune cookies. Oh yeah, you want to do those now? Sure. Uh, let's see let's what our fortune is for the next year. Yeah, do one now, and we will. We'll do one at the end, up. maybe. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to eat them because that would be terrible audio for the podcast, but <laughs> I can hear it opening. All right. Mm-hmm. Just That's crumble like everywhere. Oh, my God. I've got crumbles all over my desk now. Uh, oh, no. All right. What does it say? You will bring sunshine into somebody's life. Oh, that's uh, me, Luke. You bring sunshine into my life. Maybe they're talking about our podcast, but maybe not. <laughs> No, it's you that brings sunshine into my life. Into my life. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, some some uh, news, as we do. Uh, Americans uh, ski dance uh, world's fourth highest mountain. Why is this news? Because they're the first people to do it. <laughs> That's why it's the news. Uh-huh. James Morrison of Tahoe, California, and Hillary Nelson of Telluride, Colorado, had scaled Mount uh, Lahotus, a 27,940-foot summit on Sunday. The two American climbers successfully skied down from the summit, the world's fourth highest mountain, organizers said Monday. So, that, uh, uh, yeah, on Monday they did this. Uh Two other climbers and three uh, Nepalese uh, Sherpa guides uh, obviously helped them get up there. And the two of them went down on their skis. Uh, I guess this was... This is uh, right next to Mount Everest. I think they call it the sister peak of Mount Everest. It's a little smaller, but it's it's in that area. Uh, It's believed to be the first time anyone has skied down Mount uh, Lahotus, sister peak of Mount Everest, like I said. Climbers attempting to scale Everest uh, share most of the route. Oh, oh, so they even have the same path up. They're, like, that connected. Ah, mm. okay. So, yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. I thought it... uh, I mean, skiing's huge in Norway, right? So I figured out some of this. It's super big in Norway. It's the only thing that we're good at. (laughs) <laughs> right this is crazy i mean i i'm i snowboarded most of my life and going down a big you know a steep face is one of the most terrifying things about skiing or snowboarding and this is a 27 or a twenty-eight thousand foot summit you know that's like uh totally ungroomed you 
never know if there's going to be an avalanche or anything, but yeah, that's completely insane. Do you know what? It, it's it's kind of a by story, but uh, it's it's um, I I I'm I, I'm not Norwegian, I think, because first and for, foremost, I can't ski. <laughs> And second of all, I hate skiing. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think it's. I I would rather. I would rather walk on broken glass than ski. To, all right. Put, put it that way. Uh, um, I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> Skiing's not that. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I was gonna say it could be really bad. I just, I just I I I I I. They say there's a saying in Norwegian, and everybody knows the saying in Norway, that Norwegian are born with skis on their feet. That's like everybody knows that. And I was like thinking about that. And do you know what a ski box is? No, I don't think so. Well, I might, but it might be called something different. Okay, a ski box is something you have on your roof. Oh right, okay, uh, to yeah, you... hold your skis. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Yes, to hold your skis. And I said that I'm the only Norwegian that is born with ski, a ski box on my roof instead of on my <laughs> Because I would rather drive you to the place you're skiing. I don't mind going with you as long as I don't have to fucking ski. Right, you'd rather hang out in the lodge. I, don't know, there's, right. I know a lot of people that are like that as well, so that's fine. Right. Hey, uh, yesterday we talked about the uh, uh, Nobel Peace Prize, uh, uh, and uh, there's a lot. And then and I said, uh, yesterday I said, oh, I think it's Friday. It is Friday. <laughs> Just to be 100% sure. Right, in two it days. Friday. So, yeah. yes. so they say, Donald Trump, hardly, like, Reclaration between the Koreas, rather premature. Peace between the Eritrea. Problem is the deadline. As 2018 Peace Prize looms, it's easier to rule out names than guess who wins. Okay, so let's see. Who, with 331 individuals and organizations proposed for the prestigious prize, which one will be announced, uh, which will be announced Friday in Oslo, like we just said? Uh, as usual, despite the fact that the list of candidates are secret, predictions about who might win are gathering pace with the uh, postponement of of this year's literary prize for the first time in 70 years due to the Me Too scandal at the Swedish Academy that we talked about yesterday. Yes. Uh, Friday's Peace Award has become the most highly anticipated Nobel announcement this year. Uh, Yeah. Right, because last year... The literary prize, I say, was the biggest one because that was the one that Bob Bob Dylan got, right? Right. So, I mean, it had the biggest name attached to it. So, right, right. Uh, looking at the odds, some online betting. Oh, they're betting online betting sites are betting oh, on yeah. who's going to win it. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You might think North Korean leader Kim Jong Un and South Korean uh, counterpart Moon Jong In were front runners for their efforts. Uh, obviously, to come together, but Nobel right. experts who are more often than not wrong are scratching their heads. Uh, and then they are suggesting Trump could Trump get it for his whole deal in the North Korean thing? I don't know. We talked about right. that in the past, obviously. I'm going to 
go with the guests that they talk about a little, a little on here, where it says, given the lack of certainty and limited scope of the process and potential prize-winning initiatives, some observers are turning to the long-term contenders with the hashtag MeToo movement, rising global awareness about sexual abuse and harassment. The uh, award could honor those who engage in the fight against sexual violence, such as uh, Congolese, uh, Congolese journalist Denise um, Mugawa or Jassidi rape victim uh, Nadi Murad. I think this is I think this is a hot contender because of the Me Too movement. I think I will be extremely surprised one if a woman doesn't get it, sure. and two if it doesn't have anything to do with that kind of uh, what, what, what can I call it? Uh, Me too thing? Yes, yes. I I can see it. I mean, if if, if if it's a political thing and there's nobody else to give it to, um, then sure, I guess so. I think They're so. going to have to pick one person, which is hard when it's such a yes. vast movement. And that's going right. to be a difficult part of it, is picking one person out of the entire Me Too movement. So, uh, Other potential literates include the UN uh, Referee Agency, Jail Saudi blogger Rafi uh, Badavi, organization defeating the media such as Reports Without Borders, and the Committee uh, to Protect Journalists, and Russian human rights champion like uh, NGO Memorial and Ompeshen newspaper Nava Gazeta. So, huh? Okay. Well, I guess yeah. we'll see you on Friday. We'll talk about this next week. So, what do you think? Do you think like? Do you I think, think it'll I'm... probably be a Me Too thing. It's going to be yeah. political. It's usually political yeah. at this point. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to Sweden. Uh, this year's Lucia in Malmo can be a woman, a man person of non-binary gender the city uh, has announced we decided uh, to have uh, not uh, any requirements as to gender Viva Bir Lidern, the project for this ceremony in the city told the local I'm fucking pissed over this I'm I don't even know what this is you're going to have to explain this to people because most people have no idea what Lucia in Mala, Malmo is, because I have no idea what that is. Right, okay. There is this... Since I was a little child, and long before me, there's this really old tradition that we bake something called uh, uh, Lucia Cats, um, and we go uh, celebrating something called Lucia Day. And what it is, is... Uh, 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 celebrating uh, 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 the saint of Lucia. Okay. And sh she was a woman, and it's always been a woman. And <laughs> this pisses me off because it's like, how it's it's it is so unnecessary to do this uh, because it's it's tradition. It's tradition. To have the Lucia as a woman, that's 
Sure. I'm probably not the greatest person to talk to about this because I think most tradition is bullshit and just holding us back from moving forward in uh, uh, yeah, changing but, but it... as a society, but I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know anything about this. So, But the, the, what I'm reading the, here, this is all mm-hmm. about beauty pageants, and the winner mm-hmm. is more often than not a pale-skinned maiden with long blonde locks and beautiful singing voice. I can see how people may get bad PR for that. You see what I'm talking about? But, but I mean, when, when you go, like, you, you go, I, I think it's too extreme to, like, like, go, like, we have no requirements as gender. It can be a man, a person of non-minority gender or a woman. It's like, okay, I understand that you want to open things up to, to people, but, uh, is there no room for at all just having a tradition as a tradition anymore? Like I said, I think that's kind of a feeling, yeah. I have that feeling that like some traditions are holding us back from moving forward as a society. And maybe this is, is this, whole, is is this, this one of them? Anyone? I don't know. I don't know this, this tradition well enough, back? but I think but some people feel like it is clearly otherwise they wouldn't do this. The Winter Festival of Lucia or St. Lucie is on December 13th. It's one of Sweden's most enduring winter traditions, also in Norway, by the way. With town celebrations, long function as... Right, I just read that last part. Yes. Uh, That's the weird part. The non... uh, More often than not, the winner is a pale-skinned maiden with long blonde locks and a beautiful singing voice. Do you sacrifice her at the end of this, by any chance? (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell anybody! (laughs) To your dad? To Thor? Uh, Yeah, to my dad. That I actually saw today. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I was in town with my dad all day today. Hi, daddy. He listens to the podcast. Cool. Hi. Yeah, we don't want any pictures of people uh, who apply. That's even better. And we don't care if you can sing. Okay, that part seems a little dumb. Because that doesn't have anything to do with gender at all. (laughs) No. If it's a singing Uh, and beauty competition and they don't care if you can sing, that seems kind of dumb. Right. I I could sing you the song, but it's copyrighted. That's why I'm not singing it. Not oh, you have, there's I, one song no. you have to sing, so you don't get to choose. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's Santa. No, <laughs> Santa no, we don't need it. We don't need it. Okay. No? No? No. No, we're good. <laughs> Are you sure? Because we can take five minutes of the podcast by me singing it. I think that's probably a bad idea, to be honest. <laughs> But anyway, yes. Um, but uh, yeah, I, 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 I just, I, I just think it's stupid. I'm Did, sorry. I, I'm just realizing this, and I kind of just put the three together all of a sudden because it's the. Uh, they say Lucia, but they also say it uh, could be the Saint Lucy. And then mm-hmm. I was thinking Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds for some reason, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, wait, that ha- refers to LSD. And then I yeah. thought, wait a second, who invented LSD? And I look it up. Albert Hoffman was a Swiss scientist. Right. So, mm-hmm. interesting. Interesting. 
Okay, yes, but I, I think this is stupid. Uh, I want, yeah, anyway. I want, but I do wonder if St. Lucy is where Lucy, like the Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds reference to LSD came from. Hmm, now that mm-hmm. now it's got my brain working. Good news, Amazon rises uh, minimum wage uh, to $15 for all U.S. Uh, employees. I think it was seven and a half before. Uh, Well, it depends on which state you are here in America. Some states have higher and some have lower. Um, But I think the lowest was six and a half. Yeah, I would imagine it's something around that, uh, probably in a southern state somewhere. But they're making it $15 an hour, and mostly this is from pressure from Bernie Sanders. Because Bernie Sanders has been going after Jeff Bezos in the last two months, three months, and now... Uh, they're adopting what is basically Bernie Sanders' plan for the country is to get it to $15 an hour for all employers. Uh, This new minimum wage will benefit more than 250,000 Amazon employees, including part-time and temporary uh, temporary employees, including 100,000 seasonal employees. Uh, I also saw that some employees who already make $15 an hour, you know, such as managers or something like that will also see a pay, pay increase so if you uh you're not gonna the guy who just got there is not gonna be making the same as the guy who got there two years ago you know what i mean right. it's uh they're gonna probably work on some kind of uh percentage uh raise depending on how long you've been there what position you're in things like that but this is a i mean amazon has done some bad things lately they've kind of taken over the world they're definitely a monopoly that's gone unchecked but at least they're doing this uh definitely took some attacking by bernie sanders and some and other progressives to get them to do this but uh at least they did it i guess i'll give them that much yeah. what do you think about oh, this yeah. no I, I think this is uh super good uh, I think it's even more funny that uh, retail arrival Target uh, that uh, and, uh, uh, said that uh, they would raise their minimum oil wage to fifteen dollars uh, by two thousand and twenty. Walmart also announced plans it raised to minimum wage to eleven. There's a lot of difference between eleven right. and fifteen. <laughs> Walmart, they're like. Uh, we don't really want to pay them all that much, so uh, maybe eleven. That's Hillary Clinton <laughs> in the 2016 wanted to do twelve. She wasn't. Right. She didn't even want to go to fifteen. But Walmart's lower than even Hillary Clinton. So, right. So, have you seen any TV since yesterday? Well, I did. Yes, I watched SmackDown. Okay. Uh, there's some good soap opera stuff happening on SmackDown. Two good kind of soap opera storylines that I think you'd like, Fro. There's some okay. Rusev Lana stuff happening uh, with Aiden English, where they played a video in this last one where it made it look like it was Aiden English and Lana, and they're in a hotel room, and Aiden English has a shirt off, you know, and Ru- and they showed it to Rusev, and Lana's, like, denying it. So we have kind of that uh, that kind of soap opera storyline happening in there, and a couple uh, other good ones. And actually, uh, R-Truth and Carmella are pretty good together. I w- I'm, I'm not happy because I think she's better as a heel, right? But overall, right. Th- those two together, they work pretty well together. So I'm kind of happy with it. Okay. Uh, I watched uh, FBI um, the second season. 
This is uh, two episodes and I'm out kind of show. Uh, this second episode uh, got me to think this is such a propaganda show. I'm not willing to watch this. It's called shit FBI. Anymore. I think you should have known that. I from know. The but... I know. But I gave it a chance at least. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. This is uh, probably going to end up on my least favorite shows of the year. Okay. Is <laughs> that bad, bad huh? All yeah. right. Yep. Uh, I watched The Purge, you? of course, the new episode of The Purge. Yes. Did you see that last night? Yes. Okay. Uh, we didn't mention uh, last week when we were talking about it, but it has Tyrus in it, the wrestler. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, and he's, I mean, he just plays a big bodyguard, and he does a good job at yes. that. But uh, yeah. I thought it was really interesting that he was in there. Um, yeah. The storyline with the... SJW wagon, I think, as you called it, it's kind yes. of wrapped up already, and it yes, was very strange wrap up. But I think yes. it kind of was telling it was it was trying to put across a message about like uh, yes. sometimes things go too far, and so some, sometimes yes. you need to walk away. Like yeah. I, I thought it was a good message they were telling. Uh, yeah, in the in the story. Yeah. What else did you see? Um, I uh, did not see anything other than Manifest, but we're going to talk about that a little later. Right. Uh, I saw one other thing. I mean, I watched some YouTube videos caught caught up on YouTube, but uh, I saw the new Joe Rogan stand-up, which I guess is kind of half movie and half, like, stand-ups, like, kind of could be, we could put them in movie or put them in TV, but it's called Strange Times, new Netflix special by Joe Rogan. It's like an hour and five minutes long, I think. So kind of oh. short for a Netflix uh, stand-up special. Um, mm-hmm. If you listen to his podcast, you might have heard some of these jokes on there already. Because I think he's said some, told some of them on his podcast. I don't listen to his podcast all the time, but I listen to it when somebody interesting is on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it was, you know, it was a lot about the Me Too movement and Trump and this day and age, what's going on with politics. And there was some good stuff in there, but honestly, as far as his other stand-ups that I've seen in the past, this was not one of his best ones. But it was still funny. Okay. What would you give it out of ten? Six and a half. Six and a half? Okay. Uh, I saw a movie. (laughs) And he laughs. Because uh, I saw a children's <laughs> a television program movie called okay. Marvel Rising Secret Warrior. <laughs> okay. P- please, please don't ask me why I watch this. Yeah, I've no, I've never heard of this before. <laughs> this is this is uh, a new Marvel uh, movie that's coming out because they are going to have it on. Nickelodeon or kids TV or whatever. Uh, it was a children's Marvel uh, cartoon. Right. <laughs> I really, really didn't like that. It it was so extremely. I I know I'm not the target audience for this. So who am I to fucking go here and say I didn't like it? But but. Uh, I also have to say that I like Marvel stuff. 
usually. And I've seen a lot of children's uh, like cartoon things, but this was just the storyline was so freaking strange, and the ending was strange, and the warriors were uh, strange, and I, I, I don't know anything else to say about this, but it was one of the weirdest Marvel movies I have ever seen in my entire life. And I give it a 3 out of 10, I guess. Okay. I mean, it was a kid's cartoon, so that it's going to yeah. be that, but yeah, all right. Yeah. That's a weird film to watch. All right. <laughs> I know. Uh, I wanted to see something stupid because I was like, I was tired and I was like, oh, I don't really want to watch anything. Sure. Okay. I mean, we didn't even agree to like watch a movie every day, but somehow we just ended up watching a movie every day. I think I did yeah. it just so we had content, things to talk yeah. about, you know, and um, yeah. I kind of challenged myself at the beginning of the week. I was like, I'm going to try to watch a movie every day. I didn't think I'd be able to do it. But somehow, I think it's just nowadays there's it's so easy to access films that I was able to find one to watch every day. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and I watched this uh, on Tuesday, The Assassin's Code. Okay, this came out in May of 2018. Never heard of it. Five point three out of ten on IMDb. I don't see a Rotten Tomatoes. It says four point eight out of five on Facebook. Okay. Uh, Justin uh, Chatwin, Yancey Butler, a bunch of people you wouldn't know, I guess. Uh, Peter Stormare. Oh, Peter Stormare. Yeah, Yeah, he's probably the most famous person in it, and he plays basically the assassin (laughs) uh, from the title of the the film. Um, He's the assassin, but in this film, called The Assassin's Code, there's an assassin but no code. So, a little bit of a misleading title. Also, you see the the uh, co- uh, the poster for the film. It looks like this hardcore action movie, but it's more kind of... It had a very 1940s detective um, vibe to it. Even the music and some of like the lighting. Uh, there was a scene where he's seriously sitting in his office doing the whole scene, uh, talking to the pretty lady across the desk, you know, the detective guy is. With the whole, you know, Maltese Falcon style music in the background. But it also had Italian gangsters in it. <laughs> so it was like Maltese Falcon what? mixed with Godfather. Uh, uh-huh. Mixed with some uh, some kind of uh, action movie. So overall, I, it was kind of interesting, but I think it was trying to be too many things at once. Mm. Um, but overall, I gave this thing, uh, let's see, uh, what did I write down? A six above hmm. average kind of fun and i think the them trying to get that kind of 1940s detective feel in there i actually enjoyed it but not that great are you going to watch Cody? maybe before the end of the year yeah yeah uh honest trailer has one of the most funniest honors trailers i've seen about it right I, you sent it to me yeah it's funny <laughs> yeah it was really, really like showing what is wrong with that fucking movie. Hey, open a fortune cookie for us, please. Oh, let's do that. Okay. Yeah. It flew out of the package. Way up in the oh. air. All right. Is that good luck? I don't know. Uh, who knows? 
All right, that one didn't crumple up as much. Just pretty good. Okay. A fond memory will soon lead to a renewed old f- friendship. Hmm. Oh. Hmm. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Manifest episode two. What is episode two all about? A little description. The passengers from flight 828 find themselves under government scrutiny as they struggle to resume their lives. Michaela is forced to confront the fact that Jared is married to her once best friend, while Ben tries to help a fellow passenger reconnect with his son. Cal is approached by an obsessive stranger as Grace and Olivia... Oh, and Grace, as Grace and Olive, sorry, disagree on whether or not to reveal a devastating secret. So, you're right. Olive is the daughter, the one, the yes. twin. Right, okay. Yes, yes. So many what characters in this show, yes. it's a little hard to follow yes. everything that's going on. It is, but uh, it is... Uh... You told me yesterday we were talking a little about this after we stopped recording, and you said it it's extremely popular for some strange reason. Uh, well, I don't know if po- popular is a good word for it, but uh, people seem to like it a lot. I, right. From all the reviews I've been reading, people are like, oh, it's one of my favorite shows on right now. This is the best show of the year, that kind of thing. Oh. Uh, people are re- <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, no. People are really liking the storyline, though. They think it's really, really interesting, so I don't know. Yeah, the storyline is okay. I mean, this this main storyline about uh, the music uh, music man and and the whole thing with him looking for him inside of New York and things like that, it was kind of... It is... It's one of those shows where I feel like I kind of have to leave my brain outside of the show so I can enjoy sure. it. Yeah. Because because if I think too much about it, I go, why the fuck is it working like this? Why 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 is he hearing him there and not there? Why like I have too many questions and yeah. it's not it's not logical. They they're, they're not solving it in any logical aspect of the show whatsoever. It's really true. I mean, the other problem is the way it's going right now. I don't see how this can wrap up. Up, yeah. No. Like, it's clear they made the show, but they don't really know what this voice or thing is. Or maybe they do, but how do you wrap that up? I don't know how you wrap this up. Except for aliens. Well... Right? Yeah. Interdimensional beings... Yeah, like the I, only thing I, I can see is the lost ending. Like you could just take the lost yeah. ending and put it at the end of the show with all the yes. people from the plane instead of the people on the plane and lost. Mm. Yes, just take that ending and put it at the end of the show in whatever three years, right. and it probably fit. And and that's kind of my main problem with it is that it feels really lost. Last season. <laughs> and it's the first season of it. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But it, it, it feels like... Um, it feels extremely stale, uh, is the word I'm looking for. I, I, don't, I, I don't think there's anything fresh about this show whatsoever. There's a thousand other shows that is uh, better than this. But I still... I, I will give it the compliment that it's still interesting enough for me to keep watching. It's not one of those shows that I 
think, oh, I can't wait for the next episode. But I'm not like, oh, I can't wait for the next episode. <laughs> right. Uh, I, do, you see, I, do you see the difference? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it, an hour lo- it needs to be an hour long. It seems like this could be no. a half-hour show and it would be yes. fine. Um, yeah. say, that being said, the acting is not... The acting really hinders it a lot. Yeah. Uh, the storyline's kind of fun, but like I said, it the wrap-up, it's going to have to be incredibly compla- complex to wrap this show right. up in any meaningful way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't trust them to do that. Oh, and the other and, thing is, did you make this connection, <laughs> the connection yeah. to Malaysia Flight 827? Right. And this, right. is fl- this is Flight 828? To it, uh, right, so they're trying to make that connection bit. between that missing plane and this missing plane yeah. as well. But but uh, I feel I feel it's because we we, we already always talk about this as a, a a test of things. But I I do think we we're going to. I don't know what you feel, but I want to cover it still. It's interesting enough to cover. It's not. That. Uh, I don't know. It's not good either. That's the hard part. Is it's not good either. So I mean, we'll keep covering it. It's not bad enough that I'm like, dr- like you said, dreading to watch the episode. So. Right. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel maybe a little like if nothing really changes uh, a lot uh, to the next time. I, I'm maybe out because of it being so both intricate and fucking ludicrously stupid. <laughs> right, but that could be that's that's why it could be fun to cover. So, and, and well, but I don't trust them. I really don't trust them to have an ending in mind. I, I it feels like they're they're so searching on the wave almost. Right. They're just, yeah, uh, yeah. It, that's why it feels lost. But we'll cover the show yeah. again next week, so. Oh, yeah, we will. Uh, well, next week. Uh, no, do you have anything you want to plug? <sighs> to be honest, I'm good this week. This has been a long yeah. show. I don't think anybody needs to hear our plugs. <laughs> no, I agree. Uh, next week, we will finally go back to normal shows. <laughs> we will talk of. Uh, news of the week. We will talk uh, WWE Super Showdown results. Manifest three of uh, Manifest episode three. Uh, we will do another digital review of Venom. I saw bad and good things about this already. Oh and really? Okay. Will, yes, and we will talk about Honohana. What is Honohana? Uh. N- Japanese sect Honohana Sanpogoyo is a new religious movement founded by His Holiness Hogo Funkawa. Uh, the sect was found to have engaged in fortune-telling fraud in Japan. <gasps> fortune-telling? Uh, right, but it's a different kind of fortune-telling than you're thinking about. Uh, <laughs> we may have covered this on a TV show we did. Uh... The was it the moaning uh, the moaning of life? They covered yes. this in one episode, yeah, so yeah, yes. We're yes. gonna talk yes. about that next week. 
Tonga what fortune cookies. Do one last one before we go. All right, because I only have one last one, so that works out. <laughs> How many did you get, by the way? They gave me three. I just bought okay. a bunch of Chinese food, and they gave me some. And mm -hmm. I saved them for the show. I'm not a huge fan of the cookie, to be honest. It tastes, tastes like cardboard. <laughs> Don't you think fortune cookies taste like cardboard? Uh, guess what, Luke? I have never, ever tasted the fortune cookie. <laughs> oh, okay. This is actually a very good place to end. Uh... You will discover the truth in time. Ooh. <laughs> Great last fortune cookie for the show. Yep. Well, from America and from Norway, uh, thanks for listening to this fucking long show. Happy three year and we're still lit. Yep, thanks everybody for listening. Goodbye, citizen. Goodbye.